0: By the time you hear this podcast, you would have witnessed the strength of, I don't know, something.
1: You are
2: now about to witness the strength of street knowledge.
0: hear from ren um <laughs> welcome to by the time you hear this podcast i'm greg and i'm ben we're back with episode <laughs> 79 uh thank you to everyone listening so far and watching this on facebook live um what else do i say at this point oh yeah, yeah. um if you want to tell people to join us on facebook live you know that will be cool um dope <laughs> so um my clipping a little bit. Okay, that's better. All right, so uh, thank you for joining us on Facebook Live. If you're watching right now, um, this is where our Facebook page is. So if you want to follow us on Facebook, you're already there. If you're watching <laughs>
3: us, dope app. Where'd you find this? <laughs> uh,
0: Facebook.com/slash. By the time you hear this, that's also our website. Bythetimeyouhearthis.com. Same spelling with the word "you." If you want to follow us on Instagram. Uh, we're on there at by the time you hear this spell with the letter U, because we're upstanding. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that is the same spelling for our email address. By the time you hear this at Gmail dot com, send us your comments, questions, concerns, show ideas. And if you're an independent artist, we'll play your music for free.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, you can listen to us on the go. If you have a mobile phone, everyone should. Um, if you don't. It's 2018 man get with it <laughs> I don't know how much you I well you know what we're gonna leave you alone that's probably a crazy person <laughs> they're off the grid <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you could listen to us on if you have an iPhone we're on the Apple podcast app aka iTunes and if you have a an Android we are on the Google music app and that's where you would find uh, our podcast along with several others uh, we're also on TuneIn, CastBox, Overcast, Auto Radio, and Satchel Podcast Player. And we don't do the read for Satchel Podcast Player anymore, but the reason why we always mention it is because you can, on the app, you can find other podcasts that are produced in a certain area of the country. So if you're in the Atlanta area, you can search Atlanta and see other podcasts that are produced there. Uh, or anywhere. So, um getting to the episode we have a guest as you can see he's wearing a yankee cap uh and uh we haven't had him on in i think over a year has it really been that long yeah at least
3: yeah at least a year it it (laughs) doesn't feel like that long but then again i didn't realize we're at episode 79 so um
0: but uh very very glad that he's able to join us so we have eric aka nick gray and i don't think we should call him mean mugger anymore we, we must okay. See, i keep <laughs> <like> <laughs> <the Man laughs> Noble, but I do continue to like
3: your pictures so i feel like I, maybe that's why i feel like it's been sooner <laughs> since i've seen you
0: <laughs> yeah there's still interaction every now and then yeah, uh, yeah. but he hadn't been on the podcast but glad to have him back um well i guess it's it's still your instagram handle but uh he's mm-hmm. not on youtube as much anymore no um any particular reason why i'm lazy I, I, I mean that's that's the most honest answer i can give you, you i can tell you how busy
5: i am i'm not i'm busy uh playing video games and working out and uh watching youtube instead of making it um that's the reason i don't i don't have much to talk about i ha- I have things to talk about but there's people are already saying it for me i don't know I, again, I always tease the the idea of coming back and I uh, tease my Twitter followers like maybe I'll come back, but
0: I probably won't. <laughs> we'll see. All right. I think it's what's weird about like having um for anyone who is who's on YouTube and they took a break or whatever, like it's changed in the past few years to where, you know, um when I when I first saw your videos, was before Vine. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Vine changed uh, changed the landscape of YouTube. Really. Because when people got Vine famous and then Vine shut down, where did Vine people go? They went to YouTube, YouTube and Instagram to make the same for the most part crappy content. The popular people <laughs> are pretty crappy on YouTube and and but they still have the you know, the fans and everything and it's kind of weird because I guess with people having, like, shorter attention spans, it seems like, like, the Vines are six seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you're making longer videos. And then, you know, they're they just
3: were the Paul Brothers Vine stars.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, geez. That's where
3: they came from. Oh, jeez, man. Come on. You that's thank what Vine
5: me- for your least favorite YouTubers. <laughs> Um, people also do like viral Instagram videos. Those are only one yeah. minute long. There's uh, people who are like super popular on Snapchat. That's where I'm most um, active. So if you want a, the closest thing to my YouTube, you can get it from Snapchat. It's just me talking about
0: regular shit, but I try to make it entertaining. All right. Uh, we are not on Snapchat. I know I'm not. I'm not Gotta on to Snapchat. Get it. Gotta get I'm it. on there, but I, I'm never posting. <laughs> well, but like this I have a Snapchat account. I've never posted a snap
5: though. well since you know rihanna kind of i don't know if she killed snapchat i don't know how much of an impact. they lost a lot had. of money yeah they lost a lot of money they lost a lot of uh users maybe instagram is the way to go maybe so i'm not great to there do
0: we do we give credit to rihanna or to whichever jenner uh said that she was she was the leading snapchat maybe both i don't even know the name yeah. of that jenner so neither. It, it was one of them, like I, because of like uh, I saw a lot of posts about the update. I saw a post on oh, Instagram friend, yeah. about the Snapchat update. Yeah. Now people didn't like it, and then there was a story that whichever Jenner said she was going to delete it. I mean, it is a little confusing, but I don't know. I yeah. mean, I've I've had it for but Rihanna six years, uh, maybe six or seven years. Had her gripes for a totally different reason. Yeah, because you saw it slap Chris Brown or punch Rihanna or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah tasteless um Police so monkey's in the office <laughs> <laughs> whoever came up with that one. yeah um, so he it- um well I, I'm I well there's that's even less incentive for me to read downloads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, again I, I may go to I may go to Instagram now.
5: Um I didn't want to use both at once. I didn't want to use Facebook stories while making Snapchat yeah. stories and Instagram stories. I'm just like a starter on Snapchat, I'll stick to that to that. But I'm I actually get more views on Instagram, so I might be coming. I don't know. That's Follow job, me
0: I'll everywhere be. just <laughs> in case. And uh, we will have uh Those um, well, where you can follow him in our show description, of Mm -hmm. course. Um, All right, so let's get into the show here. Uh, A few things happened this week. Um, Apparently, uh, R. Kelly uh, has is alleged to have a sex pet or pets. Uh, Surprise! Well, no, it's not surprising at all. Yes, here we go again. It's the only reason why he would even be in the news. Yeah. Uh, unless there, unless there is an album coming out, but this would
3: be the weirdest way to promote might. it. <laughs> yeah. Like, <that's laughs> just like, how do we promote the album? <sighs> Let's mess with some young girls like this.
0: <laughs> I haven't read any story. I saw a headline. I saw the term "sex pet," and I'm just going to guess how this goes. All right. So uh, he was doing a show, right? And uh, there was um, a mother who uh, thinks her daughter can sing, right? And her daughter's like, 15. Mm, well, let's Close. make it, let's make Close. it more appropriate. 16.
3: Mm, nah, you,
0: you were, you were going the right Four, direction. Fourteen. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's like the magic number with him anyway. Um, so she's 14. Mom thinks she can sing. She's going to take her to meet R Kelly. And surprisingly, the daughter is a fan. Well, the mom is a fan, but the daughter is a fan by proxy, even though like R. Kelly is literally before her time. (laughs) Um, He says, uh, well, yeah, uh, let um, I'll take your, uh, you know, I'll I'll mentor your daughter and help her get a record deal or whatever. Um, Why don't you fly her out to Atlanta? Because the show was like somewhere in California, Uh, right? Or Texas, right? Maybe Chicago. (laughs) But he has a house in, um, Mm -hmm. he has out, well, it's in Duluth to be more specific. (laughs) So, uh, so I'll, uh, you know, we'll fly her out here and, you know, we'll get her vocal lessons and all that. And then, um, the mom doesn't hear for, from her for about six weeks. And then, you know, uh, other people are in the house and, um, they they see her and she doesn't talk unless R. Kelly tells her that she can. <laughs> um, she uh, she dresses in probably like uh, Adidas jumpsuits, tracksuits. She's wearing a choker. for the most part. Okay,
3: and a choker. She's wearing a choker. There's a video. It's apparently there's a documentary. <laughs> R. Kelly, <laughs> sex girls and videotapes. He didn't do it. He made a
5: nation remix. <laughs> Those are your comments right now. He couldn't if he made
3: Step in the name of love.
0: Yeah. He made happy people. He made I Believe I Can Fly. Yeah.
3: And they won't let you forget it in this article. Um, R. Kelly, a three-time Grammy-winning R&B singer, songwriter, and producer.
0: He's only got a three?
3: Kitty Jones, who dated the I Believe I Can Fly singer. <laughs> From star So, um.
0: In case you forgot. <laughs> so there you go. Mom doesn't hear from her for about six weeks. Uh, uh, mom and Dad uh, go to go to the house or whatever. Uh, they can't get in, and uh, and R. Kelly has just a gang of lawyers to like keep everything in house or keep everything as quiet as possible. Oh yikes! And it had to be someone from inside to to leak out that he has sex pets.
3: This is gross. He's oh man. Is it
5: confirmed that the fourteen year old was a sex pet as well?
3: From what I'm reading, yeah. Well, I, I know mean, that's what's alleged, right? Yeah. I mean he met her she's so she's you not fourteen anymore, but when he got her she was fourteen. Um no, she's like And he's been grooming her.
0: Well, ever she's like since. nineteen now and uh, he's about ready to kick her out because I mean, she won't be a teenager anymore. Old news.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any um yikes I don't see how old she is now but uh, of course they keep bringing up the uh, Aaliyah and you know, uh, you know this is crazy hey Jane I'm a number
0: yeah that,
5: I feel like that's where that he, literally. he
0: messed up he Pretty messed ugly. up like with Aaliyah <laughs> And ever since he's been like getting better and better at whatever this is supposed to be. <laughs> now now when we
3: say teenage, how are we talking? <laughs> well, I mean, I hate to be that person, but Dave Chappelle did say, How old is fourteen really? Yeah. And Dave and R. Kelly said they're like, I know. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, <come> on, man.
0: <laughs> so, um, I don't know, like he it he hasn't been brought to well he was brought to court once. I'm not even sure how that turned out exactly but I he know he didn't go to jail guilty. for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know if it's going to get to uh, him going to trial over this because first um the the alleged victim has to be Willing to say something,
4: mm-hmm.
0: whether it's testifying, giving a statement, a deposition or something. Uh, there has to there has to be that, at least for anything to to work here. So uh, this will be kind of like how people looked at Michael Jackson for a long time yeah, to where any time so, yeah. there was a boy around him. It was suspected, but there was no real evidence. Yeah, I think this is a little bit more. I mean, women have spoken out about it. He
3: settled out of court in 1996 with Tiffany Hawkins, who said she'd had a sexual relationship with him for three years from the age of 15. So there's evidence out there, but it's nothing can stick. Those are words, though. He's the Teflon Don, so to speak, of this. So um, I'm curious, though, to see this BBC 3 documentary, um, Sex, Girls, and Videotapes. I mean, that's it. It looks pretty messed
0: up. It looks pretty bad. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. I don't, um, I, I have my doubts simply because of history. Yeah. Um, so, DMX gets a year in jail for tax fraud or evasion. And uh, it could have been much worse, apparently. You could have gotten five years. Yeah. But the help of one song. One twenty year old song <laughs> to define his life, which apparently is 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 still the same twenty years later. <laughs> which would make me put him in there longer, but
3: you know that's besides the point.
0: Is there uh so for those who who don't know, like apparently to uh explain to the judge what his life has been and what he's going through, he played uh his song Slippin' Which is from his first album or his first major release at least. Yeah, Flesh My Flesh. Yeah, blood my blood. <laughs> and um or oh, I thought it was the other one. No, it's on sorry, Flesh My one? Flesh. Okay. Yeah, it's not on that one. Uh so he played played the song from that and the judge uh took that as consideration and he receives a, only a year in jail. Um he yeah. might be out earlier than that.
3: Where's you know? all these other people who when they're going before a judge? You, some SoundCloud rapper plays this song it's like you know what I was gonna, I was gonna send you, sentence you to death but you know what just life in prison, just life in
5: prison. yeah I didn't put enough sad songs on <laughs> my
3: mixtape from two years ago that could that could help you man if you ever want to knock over a liquor store that could I almost didn't pay my taxes this year I was <laughs> like <"That's>, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say this is the Wesley Snipes special right <laughs> <laughs> tax evasion
5: <laughs> I uh,
3: I didn't <laughs> <Yeah.
4: talk>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um that me, there's this uh, clip on um, on YouTube uh, with SNL. Like, they had, like, yeah. the Jurassic – was it Jurassic Park yeah, auditions? Yeah, Jurassic Park audition. Like, Wesley Snipes. They had someone being Wesley Snipes. It was talking about how he avoids paying taxes. taxes. <laughs> <But> you <they get laughs> do not to pay your
3: taxes, man. No, he'll kill you up with, my, with my tax, man. He'll show you how, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: good. Um, so uh, is there any other song that – I feel like if he played anything else – he would have gotten longer,
3: oh, yeah, if you play party up, you get longer if you play um X going to give it to you, obviously not taxes like that's, that's what I would say. um, I didn't know what they were gonna play. I kind of thought like i was I was trying to think of like his soft songs'cause you can't you can't play
0: something hard by him, I feel like if he what, what the ironically, I feel like the song that might have gotten him even less time is if he played Rough Rider's anthem. <laughs> You it's about gotten even less time. Six months or something like that. Slap on the like, wrist.
3: And in, in for your consideration, Judge, in sentencing, I'd like to leave you with the song. Like, And I just does like, oh. Like that barbershop scene in the Chappelle show. And or or the or even worse, the scene in Boondocks with R. Kelly. Yeah. He jumps up on the table, they throw him the mic, he starts like, I just, I just want to die. What? <laughs> like order, order, order. Not guilty. I'm overturning the verdict.
0: <laughs> Send this man home. Send him to the studio. Um so uh the what are we to take from from this with, with
3: DMX? celebrities have different rules. I mean, this didn't serve even without the song, it probably gets less time. Just celebrities have different rules. What do you
5: think? Eric? I mean, celebrities, rich people in general. Yeah. Um, not to go too off topic, but <laughs> I just heard about the, uh, affluenza kid who killed like, oh yeah, he's out. is he in the news. He just, got out. he
0: just got out. Jesus. Yeah. So he served what? <laughs> I feel like he was there. For, <laughs> it might've been longer. I feel like he was there for three months or something. Yeah. But. 30 minutes. I mean, <laughs> It, it, and he was, this is the one who, like... Plowed his car into kissing people in Texas, right? Kill four people. Four.
5: Yeah. He mm-hmm. was, like, 16 and drunk. Yeah.
3: At least throw him in
0: juvie. Like, so if, so if you it's know, all wanna, money, connections, yeah. celebrity, whatever. Yeah. I, what What does his dad do? Because I'm, I'm sure the it's, it, it's the dad who has all the money.
3: I think he's either oil money or a big construction company. Like, he's rich, but he's not, like... He's not like billionaire rich, but he's rich enough to where like he's probably got influence in this little small region of Texas to where, you know, slip somebody this, slip somebody that. You know
5: what? I think it's actually Florida. Is it Florida? Because is
3: there another guy? (laughs) I don't know.
5: If it's Florida, we don't have to discuss it anymore because Florida is beyond explanation. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. If anyone who watches it, Atlanta, the show Atlanta, Florida man. Or oh, does yeah, anything related great. to yeah, Florida. Texas? Yeah. Ethan yeah. Kyle, Texas. drove yeah, his four three fifty. Okay.
3: Good lord! Yeah, that's big. That's almost a mattress. That's <laughs> big. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It happened in twenty thirteen. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah,
5: he came back up in the news because he got called in Mexico or something. Yeah,
0: mm. but he's but he's out though. He's out now. Yeah, out yeah. on bail, California dreaming. That kid, he's yeah, I bet he's still gonna end up going to Harvard or whatever Ivy League school dad went to or wants him to go to. Nah, or Harvard's not gonna touch this one.
3: <laughs> I don't see an Ivy touching this. Like the money's an Ivy one. might. The money. Or, money's or maybe, not maybe
0: one of the, 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 the one of the Ivies no one really respects. What brown? Like <laughs> Dartmouth. <laughs> probably like Dartmouth. Or yeah. or or uh no, he couldn't go to. He can't go to one in, in one of the big cities. He can't go to like Penn, that's in Philadelphia. Yeah. Can't go to Columbia, that's in New York City. But probably maybe Dartmouth,
3: Cornell, maybe Brown. I don't know. Cornell, like,
0: upstate New York. They might. It might send him to Cornell.
3: Is the money worth it though? Like, and I know we're getting off topic here, but I don't know if the
0: money's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like here's a new wing. It's like, ah, uh, but that kid drove his truck into people. Um, it's like, <laughs> and you know what? You know what? His dad's way of punishing him. Okay, son, you can't drive anymore. I'm getting you a driver. Oh, Aw, <laughs>
3: Stan. But I like my truck. He'll still drive you around in your four three
0: fifty. All right, you'll just have to sit in the passenger side. Okay, the only thing you're going to drive around here is the new golf cart that's in the garage yeah. for you. Okay, <laughs> with these new golf clubs. All right, I gotta keep. I gotta keep you in sight. You know, okay? can get he all he goes forty miles an hour for a reason. Yeah.
3: Somehow he. Runs down a caddy girl. (laughs) Finds a way.
0: Um, All right, yeah. (laughs) uh, Okay, so I I brought this up. I don't think Eric or or Ben really believe me all that much. But um, recently uh, on a new segment, or I think it was on Entertainment Tonight as well, along with Vlad TV. Uh, But uh, Ashanti talked about how basically... Uh, she did most of the work on J Lo's biggest hits, uh, which are to include "I'm Real" and uh, what's the other song she did with ja Rule? uh They the. the I didn't know she did more than one. I thought they just yeah, did that one. I think it was like the. It's called "Ain't Ain't It Funny." Oh yeah, "Ain't It Funny." The bad it was I think it was the bad boy oh, remake. Oh man, because so like that the, was when she was where with Sample Flavor in Your ear or yeah. whatever yeah. flavor in Your ear was. Yeah, so. Um Ashanti says she did most of the work. Um I feel like, like J Lo is lip syncing Ashanti in the videos.
3: <laughs> I don't I, I think she used her as a reference track because it does sound like she's just doing an Ashanti impression. And I could I could hear that, but I don't think she actually did it. I mean if so then um Ashanti is a much better vocal chameleon than we think. Get her on that was that karaoke thing segment that Jimmy Fallon does. The, she would lip sync battle? Yeah. Well, not lip sync battle. Like where they do where like... they do
0: impressions. Karaoke
3: roulette or something. And they do like, you have to sing this song in this person's style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she would be... Because I mean, like, she sounds like J-Lo. Like, she's, <laughs> she would be really good at it. But I'm not going to give Ashanti that much credit as a singer. Just being uh, real.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, if it wasn't that song, I know it was another song that Irv Gotti, like, made Ashanti give to J-Lo. And then... She almost had to give Jay. Uh, he wanted her to give her uh, "Foolish," which was like Ashanti's first big solo single. Wow! And she had to put her foot down. I
3: would put my <laughs> foot down too. I, I, that's that 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 would be huge. You probably wouldn't know who Ashanti
0: was no. for for that single. Yeah, she would be Carrie Hilson at best. M- maybe Charlie like, Baltimore.
3: Yeah, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Vita. Jeez. Let's not say things we can't take back. People listen, don't even know who those people are. Like what? someone's gonna call Charlie Baltimore. It's like some dude just compared you to Ashanti. You gonna take that? Like,
0: <laughs> oh man. So. Um, I just thought that was that was interesting because I think it it kind of lends to um. like Ashanti became big at that time, probably between like 2000 and 2003. Mm-hmm. Ashanti was one of the biggest pop stars in the world, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but it probably could have been maybe even more sustained if she was able to keep those songs. Maybe because well, they I don't were. Know. I'm skipping. No. Them.
5: Because again, fifty, you know, well, well, 50 would have still came along. He killed, and the, killed the entire label.
3: <laughs>
0: and then fifty came along. Shanti
5: is still irrelevant. Thanks. Yeah. to
3: 50 cent. I um, it would be curious because her and ja Rule had like that thing, man. They were like you yeah. know Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty, and I know some people might get mad if I say that, but
0: they were the they were just they like were the, that
3: duo, man. They
0: were they were the Marvin and Tammy of hip yes, hop. Yes,
3: we'll go with that. Marvin and Tammy, Either even
0: though. He can't really sing. They were the Bow
3: Wow and Amarion. <laughs> yeah. I'm at I'm just... Are we really going to say that Ashanti and Jarba were that good, though? I mean, are we say... <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, Amarion
0: and, you know. Just... That reminds me <laughs> of like, when, you, uh, when you said, like, 50 came along and, and killed the label. There was a um, video I saw. Uh, All Def Digital has this series called Great Taste, in which everyone says, like, what is the best you know Thanksgiving food or the best Denzel Washington movie and they had the best uh hip hop label and uh <laughs> they had Bad Boy, Cash Money, um Loud, Def Jam and uh it wasn't Death Row or Aftermath. It was um but basically I, I, it was a fifth one I can't remember what it was. But like what what do you think has been the best rap label like as far as success or you know the how big the artists were or just staying relevant as long as possible because i know that hip hop can be fickle if you just like look at the history of it even though oh know, it's only been like at most 45 years there's been a lot of different eras true that's a that's a loaded one. Yeah, that is. I wish I had time to like <laughs>
5: scroll down Wikipedia real quick.
3: Uh, so, well, I guess like were you gonna say Murder Inc. Is that why you're asking? I feel like I feel like Murder Inc. was the other one. They had a Murder great Inc. Run. had a good run for a bit, yeah. Until what
5: about uh, So So Def? They did pretty well
3: for their. Forgot time. about So So Def. Well, I So So Def though always came off to me more as like R and B and hip hop, like aren't like Escape and Jagged Edge um and then like about the so, well, so so let's d- not forget yeah well. the legend the yes, brat the brat but like i think i guess i have to you have to go back a little further when you think about their rap artists like with so so deaf um because i think of, and then i think of like the the soso deaf bass all stars where it's like he just put together these compilation albums with people who you had no clue who they were and they were just doing songs like it was like like just I mean, his... they all did
5: that, though, right? Wouldn't you say, like, all record labels had that album? Yeah.
3: Yeah, but I, n- I don't remember anyone releasing, like, those as singles, though. Like, he released, like, the um, Let Me See You Smile Again as a
0: single. Like, the remix. I have no idea what that song is. Maybe yeah, it was by, just me, then. Bell DeVoe. The well, uh, he did a remix of it, he though. He did a, with Ricky Bell. Yeah. It was basically like a, uh, well, if you call it Atlanta-based or Miami-based. It's Atlanta-based. But basically, base. it's Atlanta-based base. remix yeah. of that song. Uh, there's a video for it, too. Where? And I ain't we- know that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I always look at So So Deaf as Jermaine Dupri and them. Jermaine Dupri did <laughs> with his force of will. But that Wait, is true, that though. A lot TLC? of record labels oh, did do that. They were, they were La on LaFace. Yeah. Yeah, no, they are on
3: No. Yeah, I know. We're reaching here. We're trying. We trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry.
5: I'm a little too young.
3: But, no, but, the, I mean, like, you gotta think, the the brat... Crisscross, Bow Wow and um, and then Jermaine Dupri, as a solo artist I mean that was a pretty formidable team right there of rappers although they, although they didn't do a ton I still don't think people give the brat as much credit as she deserves well cause
0: Jermaine wrote everything
3: I don't think Jermaine wrote everything I think I I, I think he, he wrote uh, enough you think he wrote who's making that funky noise <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like this what you gonna rap
0: I know he wrote everything for um Chris, for Cross. Chris Cross. Cross. yeah. The great he's the greatest kitty rapper of all time. <laughs> he, <laughs> he should do a kids <laughs> bop album. He's like, I know what kids want to hear. I think he tried. Social Def had did like, have Escape know. though,
3: right? They were on that label?
0: Yeah, Danscape, yeah. F- okay, yeah. Um, but anyway, sorry about the uh tangent there. Um let's get to the uh charts. So we look at the billboard charts the top 10 songs albums and their artists 100 so we'll start with the top 10 songs mm-hmm. um if the page will load oh if it doesn't load I can yeah. it's it's getting there billboard always, it's always slows down everything so i believe this is the this is either the 9th or 10th week god's plan is Ten number weeks. 1 10th week Tenth week at number one. Well, ten
3: weeks on the chart doesn't say how long at number Well, one. it debuted at number one. Oh, it did. So ten weeks on the chart.
0: <laughs> ten weeks at number one. At, le- at least nine weeks at number one. Um, I don't know if you listen to the radio. Do you? I don't. But I'm, I'm familiar with Cubs. Oh, oh, I was going to say, like, have you heard it too much? <laughs> no, not, I feel at like all. It, it's, not at all. It's I feel like it's one of those songs that gets played a lot on the radio every I have 15 no minutes. Maybe I'll
3: listen to the radio on the way home. Like, I don't do it much go slumming, you know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) um, that, and we, well, if you are familiar with our nicknames, this, the the perpetual Kentucky recruit has the number one song in the country for at least the ninth week in a row.
3: I think a a good alternate nickname for him as as well would be, um, the Toronto Raptors GM. Who is this? Drake, Drake, (laughs) the Raptors GM, (laughs) because he thinks he's out. Yeah. Come play for our team. Like, uh, you can't do that. That's, uh, that's tampering. <laughs> like what's tampering? Well, he doesn't. He doesn't work for them, though. <laughs> I know because he tampered. Well, he thinks he does. Yeah, he thinks.
0: Yeah, shows up and tries to distract players on the <laughs> sideline. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two is meant to be by B.B. Rexa and the Nickelback of country. Uh, number three is finesse by Pete and Love and hip hop legend Cardi B. Um, number four is Psycho by Sirius Malone featuring Ty Dolla Sign number five perfect by the most influential artist in black music number six look alive by Black Boy JB featuring Drake Uh, I haven't heard this song me either have you no I haven't heard of Black Boy JB I feel like he's he just Got off a of SoundCloud or something, and Drake just happened to hear the song Broadway. and put himself on the song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number seven, The Middle by Zed, Marin, Morris, and Gray. I haven't heard that song either still. Number eight, Freaky Friday by Lil Dickie featuring Fenneby Mean. <laughs> and number nine, Sad by XXXTentacion featuring Donald Trump. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> sad. <laughs> the way it's like sad exclamation point
6: And I, Oh, like, yeah. That's, Donald that's Trump definitely Donald Trump. <laughs> um,
0: and number 10, Havana by the artist formerly known as Fifth Harmony featuring Young Thug. Uh, the top 200 albums, we have a new number one, Boarding House Reach by Jack White. Uh, I guess it's odd that he's done a solo album because I always feel like he's he's in like five different bands. (laughs) Uh, Number two is Question Mark by XXXTentacion. Number three, the Black Panther soundtrack. <laughs> I'm sorry just, uh,
5: that's makes the album I hated it and then I loved it
0: uh, number four I don't know how this soundtrack is still up here the greatest showman soundtrack My like I've heard One stream like, per week I something. haven't listened to the whole Black Panther soundtrack but I've listened to like half of it yeah half of it like are half the songs are singles I feel like yeah but easily. The Greatest Showman soundtrack is on for one. One song sang by the bearded lady this is in me. the movie.
3: <laughs> I stream it once a week. I'm carrying this album, guys. I'm carrying this you album. You know who probably thinks they're carrying the
0: album, but they're not? Who? Kesha. Because <laughs> she sang the... the her ver- She has a version of that same song on the soundtrack. Uh-huh. Wow. But the actress who played the bearded lady in the movie... She sang it at the Oscars, <laughs> so I'm that's totally the version. They're yeah, trying to get, a, She's trying to get a
3: Netflix special off of this. But they lowballed her, and now she's mad. She now she, she wants, wants us to she wants us to, to boycott Netflix now, and I'm not. Nah, 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 no,
0: <laughs> seen that story before. Uh, number five, Culture Two by our friends from Gwinnett. Did you see his um his, his highlights? His high school football. Cuevo, he
3: released highlights. Yeah. He's pretty good.
0: He's pretty good. Oh, I saw it. I saw Like the someone made a highlight, like a high school highlights. I was like, he didn't. He was a quarterback, but I don't. Think, he he didn't get enough time to like throw it down. I don't know if he has the arm strength, just because like, like the the other team, the whole other team is just coming. At him. Like he had no protection. Uh, but they did. There was a um, there's a flag football game on Sunday. Like he had a team. And Julio Jones had a team, Um, and they had like a charity flag football game. There's a bunch of NFL players. It was at Berkmar. Nice, yeah. Um, Go Julio. Well, I would ask for this if you heard about this, or or, there was a video like when stir fry first came out. Mm -hmm. BuzzFeed, like you know, you ever see those like cooking videos where you just see the shot of like ingredients going to a pot or a bowl or whatever. So they did one with Migos of them making stir-fry oh. while stir-fry is playing. Oh. I'm like, stir-fry is not about the food.
3: <laughs> I, think, I, I think they're getting it,
0: but you can't have
3: them cooking what they're really talking about. You can't make that. Yeah, out, but <laughs>
0: them actually making yeah. stir-fry
3: doesn't make it any better. Hey, they had to agree. They agreed to it. They're probably like, yeah, how, how many zeros? Sure, next we'll next week, it.
5: they're going to have uh, Khalees making a
3: milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> Is that going to premiere on like P Hub or like is that going to? be <laughs> P-Hub? I don't know. If, is this a family show? Can I say?
0: That? Yes. You know they probably could. Uh, that that would probably work because she's a chef now. Yeah, cool. so. Oh, she is. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, that like she after um, maybe a good milkshake, man. Man. Like after those after those couple, well, the one with milkshake on it in the album. After that, then she made. Um, she like went into hiding, got divorced Nas and everything. And then she came out with this album called food
3: I do remember that album. Yes, <laughs>
0: and it's like, uh, you know, very like roots R and B basically, but it was inspired her. Like she wanted to be a chef. So that's what she had been doing. Dope. So, um, number six, <laughs> uh, Bobby Tarantino two by logic. Um, I'm going to ask you about this. Like with him having to change, he like talked about where he changed the line in a song to how much he paid in taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, is you think he's flexing too much or is that a flexing that a lot of people that do with that is unnecessary? It's unnecessary flexing or, uh, I don't know, it doesn't matter all that much that he has that line. I didn't hear hear this story. Can you tell me a little bit? Like, he had, there was, I don't know what the song is. I I haven't listened to the song, but I just heard him talking about the line to where he said he had to pay a million dollars in taxes. Uh, He had made the song, like, the year before he had been working on the song. Oh, okay. So the next year, where he's putting the album together, he had to change the line because he got. um, A new deal with Def Jam, Mm -hmm. to where he made thirty million dollars. So he had to change the line to he had to pay ten million in taxes. Yeah, Uh, it's a lot
3: of money. Damn, I don't know.
0: And he's like, so it's basically like my 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 life was moving faster than what I was rapping.
5: Uh, I I would change it. I mean, if it's the truth, I guess right. Our president would say he's dumb. You are saying it's the truth, right? Yeah. as far as yeah yeah, yeah I, w- I, would, I would change it if it was me I mean um, I also think of the uh, the Bobby Tarantino series as a satire not, not really a satire I don't want to use that word it's kind of pretentious but anyway <laughs> it, it's kind of like a uh, you know it's a trap rap uh, series so he's trying to kind of emulate I mean he's always emulating but he's uh, emulating the trap rappers on those uh, mixtapes so flex as hard as you can
0: all right. Uh, he might be the only one to say something about how much he pays in taxes though. Yeah. But I think that's so the government won't bother him.
5: <laughs> <laughs> if only it worked that way.
0: <laughs> if only uh number 7 is Stony by Sirius Malone. Have you do you listen to Post Malone at all? Not at all. I've I've seen him on some YouTube
5: videos, but I don't listen to any of his music
0: like this is this is the album to where like it's it's been in the top ten all this time, mm-hmm. and he has one hit wonder like written all over him <laughs> but he <keeps laughs> but i don't know hits. I don't know how he's so popular,
5: you know what that just reminds me of what we talked about one time when I was on that one hit wonders no, that was on another one anyway um <laughs> i don't I don't think one hit wonders. Kind of exist anymore because of the internet and social media and people being in your face all so you have to be is viral and he has a very viral look mm-hmm. uh viral controversy he uh collaborates with a viral youtube channel which is a h3h3 which is why i'm
0: i, I even know what he looks like <laughs> so uh i don't know so what you're saying is we just need a few more dances to come out before silento has another single.
5: <laughs> okay. He's a one hit. <laughs>
3: you know what? Silento, if you're listening, get back in the studio.
0: Now, like some more dances have come out. There's yes. that, the shoot dance. Um, the what? It, I think it's called shoot to where you like, you, like you hop on one foot. Oh, that. Okay. I've and seen you're that. Shaking one hand and hopping on, on one yeah, foot. I've seen that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I
5: listened to 2T Pain albums today. I saw him doing that dance <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> I was like, he made pretty good
3: music. We, yeah, we need we need some more Salento. I think that's what this country needs right now. Do we, though? Yes, that's what this country needs right now. If there's one thing we can agree on, we can whip a Nay Nay. Nah, that's what we need. Get Donald Trump, and like make the. I, I don't know. He, I can't see him dancing because he's so old and out of shape. Hillary would have done it. Hillary totally would have done it. <laughs> I'm not saying that Trump wouldn't have done it. I just don't think he can.
0: <laughs> he would have said he did it and he it's, was the best at it. it. Yeah. like Everyone I'm trying.
3: Because I'm seeing him doing the what, that one foot dance and just like really seriously hurting himself <laughs> to the point where they're like, he's not going <laughs> to... <laughs> <laughs> then we get Mike Pence and we're screwed, so it's mm-hmm. like, but I'm just imagining him trying to do it and, like, just failing miserably, and it'd be the funniest thing we've ever seen all year, and all of a sudden, everyone would love each other. So, Salento, if you're listening.
0: <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight is Divide by the Most Influential Artist in Black Music. Uh, do you know who we're talking about? No. Who? Ed Sheeran. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) AKA
3: this, this like, AKA 2018 Christopher Cross. The the, the weirdest looking pop superstar. (laughs) He
5: is. Have (laughs) you guys heard the, uh, sorry to interrupt the,
0: uh, any album? I have Uh, not. I've only heard lemon and what was the other one? 1000. 1000? Okay.
5: Well, first of all, I love the album. Uh, secondly, he's on the last track. Ed Sheeran. A reggae voice and it's you wouldn't even know it was him
3: that's why he's the most influential artist in black music exactly Uh, he raps on a couple of tracks on his albums he is the I'm pretty sure the person who made the the list meant well because like of what he does but like it's just it's still absurd but I'm willing to bet he's good like everything I've heard him do he's pretty good at Quincy Jones gave him a shout out He's just such a weird looking dude. Like if you see a a of candid of him, one eye goes one way, yeah. the other goes the other. Kind of gecko. Yeah, it's just and he's famous. Like really famous. Like this album's been on the charts for over a year. Like he's so
0: famous. <laughs> um number nine is Evolved by the retired or unretired two K legends. That's Imagine Dragons. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> and number ten is Camilla by the artist formerly known as Fifth Harmony. That's Camilla Cabello.
3: Okay. I'm gonna make her a symbol so she can be the artist formerly known as, like Prince, the artist formerly <laughs> known as Prince, the artist formerly known as
0: Fifth Harmony. I'm gonna make her a symbol and send it to her and see what she thinks. All right, so the Artist 100, and uh, the rules are for this, well, with the Artist 100, Billboard Artist 100, they combine your uh, your sales, your social media, like are people talking about you mm-hmm. on social media, and, uh, your radio airplay. So it's like a formula with that, but we've also got part of like our, our formula for it. If you release an album, uh, or you die.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. Pretty grim. But <laughs> that puts you at number one.
3: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so number I would one like this to week, test it if you murder someone <laughs> Like,
0: you get it, but who's going to murder someone, right? So, so number one uh, this week he released an album. So number one is Jack White. Okay. Uh, he'll probably drop to like number fifty. Yeah, next and week. this
3: is not our list. This is, yeah. Billboard's, this is list. Billboard's list. This is Billboard's list. This is just how it happens a lot. Last week he wasn't even on the list.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. When the album dropped last week. Yeah,
3: and uh, it was number gotcha. one.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Well, like when we say like if you release an album or you die. Yep. When uh, Chester Bennington died, Linkin Park was number one. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: When Tom Dolores O'Riordan died, <laughs> the Cranberries were number one. Tom, Tom Petty was number one for two weeks, I think. Yeah, People <laughs> really liked him. <laughs> so, um, number two is the most influential artist in black music. Number three, the retired or unretired 2K Legends. Number four, the uh, Raptors general manager. <laughs> uh, number five... He was actually number one last week because he released an, an, an album, album. Yeah. XXX Tentacion, aka the Extension Cord. Um, <laughs> number six, the Canadian John Mayer. Who's that? That is Shawn, Shawn Mendez. Ah. Number seven, Sirius Malone. We call him Sirius Malone because he wanted to be because taken he wants seriously. to be taken more seriously. <laughs> yeah, his words, not ours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, number eight is Pete. That's Bruno Mars. Uh, okay. That is his legal first name. His legal first name is Peter. Oh. Have you
3: seen the video of him freaking out over Pete Wentz? No. That's why I figured you you went with Pete as well. No. Yeah, there's a video of like it's a picture of like Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy walking by, and Bruno Mars is in the background like like he looks <laughs> ecstatic, <laughs> like holy crap is Pete Wentz, like all right man, <laughs> and
0: that's who he's going to sound like on his next album.
3: If he can sound like classic Fall Out Boy, <laughs> oh my God, give me tickets
0: right now! <laughs> All of his songs have like eight word titles. Yes, do it now. <laughs> uh, number nine is the Mighty Duckworth. That's Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar. Yep. Okay, you catch it going. That's good. And number ten, the most. Uh, I'm sorry, the artist formerly known as Fifth Harmony. If uh, you check out our Facebook page, we do have uh, an extensive nickname guide for people to follow along. Um, you'll know who we refer to as the Love and Hip Hop Legend. Um, oh, we got to put the Adam Levines up there. Adam and the Levines. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Somehow
0: Chris Stapleton still above Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Huh. Uh, but only by three spots this time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the fake news of pop music that's Taylor Swift. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, sure.
3: Pills and Models is the Pills and Models the is the weekend.
0: Yeah. Uh he'll probably be number 1 next week because of his EP. Um So yeah, don't want to talk about anything else. Uh, before we get to the <laughs> to our main topic. Oh, well, uh, the Killer Mike Killer Mike uh interview about the NRA. Well, with the regarding the NRA. Um, it was also with. You get from the, it was also with the NRA. Okay. Uh, so, like, what did what did you get from the interview? Because I've heard it in passing, mm-hmm. um, but I do want to like kind of discuss and get what like what the gist of it was mm-hmm. and what is what was Twitter's deal with it. I feel like Twitter users, a lot of like the Twitter uproar over something can be overstated. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, it's it's the outrage
5: Olympics every day. <laughs> um, so, so Killer Mike apparently he recorded this video, um, maybe the week of the Parkland shooter, maybe the week after, mm. but they strategically released the video the same day as the marches. So, in the video, he's like, what? Well, who, "Who released? Oh, the NR- NRA. Oh, NRA, yeah, because okay, the yeah. NRA's uh, network or you know video channel or whatever. Basically, on the." Video. he's telling black people we need to own guns and you know get licenses and you know people agree with the message but they didn't agree with the the platform that he was on so Mm. people were pissed and also again released the same day as the marches so people thought
3: he was done purposely
5: yeah yeah but also like i said uh he apologized for it lp his uh bandmate from run the jewels did not endorse his comments on the video so um yeah do you think
0: the NRA used him? Oh for sure. Yeah. That
3: definitely
5: sounds like they used yeah. him. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I mean what black, you know, spokespeople do they have? And Killer Mike is one of the biggest rappers in do the world. Do they even now. know? Does anyone in the NRA even know any black people? Um they one, know
3: Killer Mike now. <laughs> one other
5: one other black person, the uh the interviewer was a black dude. Black young hip urban guy, wearing a baseball cap much like the one I'm wearing.
0: <laughs> did he have it to the side or was no. it straight <laughs> on? he had a fresh Prince thing got no checking yeah
3: calling call, on noir i think it's i, I have no
0: idea yeah oh that can't be his real name that's what they listed on pitchfork take it for what it's worth on pitchfork uh, but yeah it it sounds like he just got he got used um okay. like hey we we know we know black people <laughs> yeah here's the black guy. We know
3: maybe he was like, Hey, register your guns guys. Like it's, you got a lot of them.
0: You need to register. Them. But it, it the, I guess the thing is with the people are losing the message. I think about gun control. I know we don't want to, I don't want to go too far into this, but <laughs> I look, I just look at it as, okay. Anytime someone says gun control, someone who is against that, always feels like someone's going to come and take their gun. Look, if you legally registered to have the gun and you're proficient with using the gun, then you have the gun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what we're asking is we don't want crazy and irresponsible people (laughs) to have guns.
5: (laughs) With weapons from Gears of
0: War. Yeah. Like, why do you need, and 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 sometimes like, what do you 19 year old who is not in the military and lives in a suburb in Florida? What do you need an assault rifle for? Or what does freedom? I'm, scared. I'm just kidding. I was kidding. you know, like these are weapons used in, in war. What do you need it for personally? Uh, I know that that is a, a broad question, but basically mm-hmm. they don't want crazy and irresponsible people to have guns. Yeah. We want responsible people with guns. Uh, there's even the, um, I think there's a County in Georgia to where you are required to own a gun. What? And they have not had any shootings in years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Cause if there's a problem, uh, the, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not mess this this up. So so what you're (laughs) saying is give everyone guns and show people how to use them.
3: Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. It's it's more about
0: responsibility rather than we're going to take guns from you. We want you to be responsible, just like having a car, just like having a child. (laughs) Be responsible. I think it's mostly about responsibility rather than taking stuff from you. So yeah, the
5: the left says uh, sensible gun laws. The right says you want to bang guns. <laughs> like that's the conversation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like well, I don't I don't know what the reference is, but I feel like someone has brought up like the Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton and. Just jammed it in there, wouldn't it, to a gun control conversation? Berg, Alexander Hamilton.
3: <laughs> I only know about that because of the Got Milk commercial. Yeah. That's the only. <laughs> <Amber>. <laughs> Which was directed by Michael Bay. Yeah. Look it up. I didn't know milk was flammable. Yeah. <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> That's why they had all the close up shots and like. They cut out the explosions emotions. from the commercial. Got milk? Yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> cut. Any cut. any shots of sweaty chicks? Cut in the milk commercial. I wouldn't be surprised. They probably cut those out too. They're like, all right, we can't put that on TV. <laughs> this is going to air on like Fox Kids. You can't. Put <laughs> <that>.
0: <laughs> um. So that'll do it for our, our music news and whatever else we just talked about.
5: Wait, before before we leave. Yes. Uh, Black Panther.
0: Oh yes. Yes. What about that? Um. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, uh, I have not seen the film. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I ask him every apparently, time I see him. Apparently, I'm being a bad black person. Uh, I have not seen Black Panther. I have not seen Get Out. I mm. Ask him about that every uh, time. I've offered several times. I haven't seen Birth of a Nation. I haven't okay. seen that either. Another of a uh, fuck slave I, movies. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Twelve Years a Slave. Um, what else has uh, a lot of black people in it. I haven't seen Girls Trip. Okay.
3: Have you seen Medea's Boo and Boo Two? <laughs>
0: no. I'm sure you no have. have. No. I just want to see if you was going to cop to it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, actually, I did. <laughs>
3: um. I bet if it was Medea's Black Panther. Like, <laughs> and, and the film we're
0: going to talk about, I reluctantly a lot of reluctance in watching the film for a second time. Um. But yeah, we'll get into that. Okay, so so but can, what you, But uh, Black Panther, go! I know, I, 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 like I know, I, <laughs> I opened
5: a can of worms, and I'll never, uh, I'll never accuse a person of being less black for any reason at all. But uh, the reason you haven't seen these movies is just because you aren't interested, or you just don't feel like it, or
0: as far as Black Panther and Get Out, just laziness. But you've been offered to watch. Yeah. Even um, at,
3: even when he comes over my house, I'm like, "Come on, I can turn it on right now." He's like, "Ah, oh, no, I, I got you know, it." Go. Go. So you don't uh,
5: like movies? Is that it? I like movies. What's movies. the
0: most recent movie you've seen? Oh God! Besides the one we're about to talk about,
6: <laughs>
0: I like hope that, so. I, that I've seen in a the theater or that I have the newest the, movie you've seen. The newest movie I've seen.
3: Where did Footloose come out? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. <laughs> What was the? I don't know the last so time I went to a movie theater, I went to see The Disaster Artist, okay. which was before Black Panther came out.
5: It was. It's a great movie. I loved it. I
0: need to see that. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah, and if you can. Well, I hadn't watched The Room, oh. but I, I had seen enough about it to where There's <laughs> some YouTube for free. Yeah. You, you might be able to stomach half of it. Yeah. I, I got through
3: half. I was like, turn this off. I've <laughs> seen it at
0: least three times. Jeez, it's, man. It's one of those. Just I don't so know. It's just, I'm a sucker for it. Uh, that might have been the most recent, most recently released movie I've seen. That was the last time I went to the movies. Okay. So you're not a movie guy is what it sounds like. Not not, not anymore. Going to you used to be. I used to be. I, I think before then, the last time I went to movies, I went to see uh, Dope. Oh <laughs> Me and my girlfriend
5: went on our first date, or like our second date, to go see Dope. We've been together like two years now,
0: but uh, but yeah, okay. I mean, you just don't watch movies. That doesn't make you. Not. I don't. I don't go to the movies to watch movies. What? Not that much. You go I'm for like... the
5: high price food. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, like man. I don't. I don't go to the hot dog. I don't, <laughs> I
0: don't go to the movie theater uh, as much as I used to. Okay. Okay. So not even like pirating like you know well i i have i i i well i might have to bleep that up. Full disclosure. Uh, <laughs> oh but I, the, we i, I have, have my ways many legal means to watch movies i have i have my ways but it's normally to find movies that aren't on any streaming services so are you a hipster like you just like obscure shit no no, like Net- Netflix and Hulu don't have everything,
5: right? Which is why I'm a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> and I also have Movie Pass, ten dollars a month.
3: Yeah, I gotta cop that.
5: So don't get Movie Pass, Greg. I know I told you earlier to get Movie Pass. <laughs> It'll just go. Don't to waste. get Movie Pass. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's because you're cheap. That's why I got Movie Pass. I'm very cheap.
0: Well, if if this were like if it were made like five years ago. I probably would have been like very into movie pass into using it, but I, I don't go enough. Mm -hmm. I I don't make time for the movies. Mm -hmm. You gotta make time for the good ones. You gotta make time for the good ones. And I, and for me, like I wanted to see black Panther. Mm -hmm. I did, I still do, Mm -hmm. but it's like, okay, I don't want to go in the first weekend. I'm not, I don't like big crowds Mm -hmm. with movies. So I'm going to go next weekend. And then it was like, it made it seemed like it made double the next week because <laughs> yeah. more people go. Yeah. It's like okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go the next week, and then it turned into a month and a half. <laughs> wow!
3: So whenever you're ready, Greg, I want I do want to see it a second time. So I haven't seen it a second time either. I thought I would yeah. since I got movie pass ten dollars a month. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if I that were haven't. the case, I probably would have seen Justice League like three times. I saw that twice in theaters. I would have gotten my money back for the month
5: subscription. I'm, are, I'm joking. It was fine. I didn't. I didn't hate it, but it, I was definitely disappointed.
0: There are mm-hmm. some movies I, I I've seen a trailer for that um, I want to I want to see. I just don't know if they'll come here because they seem like really indie. Like one was called "Sorry for Bothering," Hipster. You. "Sorry to Bother You." Yeah, okay. it has a uh, Lakeith Stanfield who is in oh, yeah. the film we're going to talk about, but he plays like a telemarketer. Who uses his... Yeah. <laughs> See, you relate to Close this. Close to home, yeah. Close to home. <laughs> uh, to where um, he's like, uh, man, this just isn't working. I think Danny Glover's in it, too. He's like, use your white voice. Uh, <laughs> he uses white. And it's a totally like different voice. Someone dubbed it. <laughs> yeah, over, yeah, clearly. it's definitely <laughs> um, oh, That God. seems like an interesting movie. I thought like, oh, Spike Jones made this? But it was totally somebody else. Wow. <laughs> Um, that's what I'm interested in. One, I don't know if you've seen this, because uh, I, I wonder if if we need this movie. Uh, basically like a reboot of, of Superfly. No. What? Yeah. No. Um, uh, Director X, mm-hmm. who I only know for making music videos. And the Tupac movie. Didn't well, I even, thought Benny Boone did that one.
5: Oh, he did. You're right. Damn, you're right.
0: Uh, the, I, music <laughs> I know directors. there's a music video directed to that I one, uh, but it's like a reimagining of Superfly in the current times, and the soundtrack is done by Future. Hmm. All right, no comment. Yeah. Bloody, bloody, Slop, Oh man, <laughs> this way I feel like the, the the movie might be bad with the trailer. Instead of like clips from the movie kind of telling you what it's, you know, basically any movie trailer tells you what the movie might kind of be about. But it was more of the actors like as themselves saying, you should see this movie because great. And then a little bit of what's actually in the movie. It's like "Mm, this might this might be bad. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Let me know if you want to see this movie. This looks very interesting. Superfly? No, no, no. Thank you for calling. Right, oh, I'm sorry, sorry to for bother the. you. Okay. David Cross is his white voice. Uh-uh. And Patton Oswalt is another person's white voice, and Steve Buscemi is another person's... Yeah, this is... I, I will see this. this I'm definitely seeing it. This looks hilarious.
0: I, yeah. I, I just like Patton Oswalt also. <laughs> it, it's, just with movies, it's, it's hard to, like, catch my interest that I would go on a consist. If movies are coming out consistently that catch my interest. It's been a long time since that's... Been the
3: case. It's okay. When you're ready, man. Next time you're over, we'll t- we'll
0: turn on. We'll, Get out. We'll watch Get Out. We'll I'll watch finally Get out. watch
3: Get Out. The movie's amazing. Okay, it's phenomenal. It's good. It's so good. I'm, good. I'm careful
5: about hyping people up. So a lot of times you'll hear me say, "Oh, it's it's good," and I really loved it inside. <laughs> but 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 that is a, a good film. Yeah, for sure. Um, but again, I don't want to hype you up so. Tamper year, you know your station. It's alright. You know, that's what they teach us in customer service. Like set the expectations properly. It's you don't want to make
0: false promises, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's not even that scary. You know, it's you know. No, it's not that scary. Do no. you know you know that building is uh is in use again? No. I did not. Oh well, now. All right. All right, so uh Ben, can you Focus. tell us about your album the week?
3: My I've been head. listening to a lot of Fallout Boy lately. Um, and I don't mean that newfangled Fallout Boy with, you know, fake drums. I mean, good Fallout Boy. And short titles. Yes. Um, as a matter of fact, I listened to half of From Under the Cork Tree on the way over here. Um, but I rediscovered an old favorite called My Heart is the Worst Kind of Weapon. An eight-word eight title. <laughs> eight word title. Um, an acoustic track they put on some sort of EP they did. It's, it's kind of a cool song. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, I found it as just a single here. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. All right. So, this is My Heart is the Worst Kind of Weapon by Fallout Boy. And we'll be right back.
1: Spent not the last night dragging this leg over the corpses of all my past. See another bottle and let me tear you to pieces. This is me wishing you into the worst situations. I'm a kind of kid that can let anything. She tried saying no. It's in a way.
0: Right, that is My Heart is the Worst Kind of Weapon by Fallout Boy. Boy uh, it's a single from the version I found but it's on an EP somewhere but you can find it on our BTTYHT earworms playlist right now on Spotify alright so we started the show with uh, a clean version <laughs> <laughs> very, clean. <laughs> a very clean version of Straight Outta Compton by NWA and um if you follow uh our Instagram page, you'll see that this we were going to be discussing the film straight out of Compton. Um I've mentioned how much uh well I mentioned that I I didn't I didn't like it <laughs> pretty much. Basically I didn't like the film. Uh so I um uh when Ben when Ben uh, came here he he had he had gone to subway he got the doritos blaze chips oh they're awful and uh he he still ate the whole bag (laughs) no no i ate like four and i was like i don't care if i paid for them i'm not gonna eat i thought i thought you still tried to muscle them
3: (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna try you don't want to waste food but they were just so man you got to do it for peter janklage man (laughs) he wrapped the whole verse oh god he did oh yeah yeah that was that it's a weird type of spicy. It's so weird, like it's not. Yeah, it's just
0: a weird type of spicy. So trying to eat Blaze chips is uh, what it was for me watching this film. Oh the second god. Time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it we're going to discuss. Is that it is? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to discuss it. Uh, so before getting to like whatever, um, I, I'm not trying to bash the movie. Okay, it's it's rare enough that. Um, films with a majority black cast, uh, you can get made, get get made (laughs) basically. Um, and I know people wanted to support it so much because, um, people connected to NWA and what people don't realize is like Dr. Dre became a big star after NWA ice cube, a big star. Mm -hmm. Um, this, as the the group itself made what two and a half albums, roughly, <laughs> roughly yeah. like, that. Yeah. like their run together was very very short. Um, but I understand, like as them for uh, as a group with their music, I understand it's it's the um, the influence that they had, and basically. Uh, they did for the West Coast what we would say that Outkast did for the South. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, because the only at the time the only rap anyone was listening to was coming out of New York.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so and it didn't have an edge, not like right. this. <clears throat> yeah, right. It was about you know I went to the hat store today and I bought myself. That- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh rapid rap 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 That's what it was. Yeah. Um, so i'll start with with you Eric like as far as like the film, what was like your your first impression after watching it? I really
5: enjoyed it um I do have to say the circumstances in which I watched it um I watched it maybe a month early. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah, um, it was this big thing. Um, Tanisha was my new girlfriend, and she had all the movie hookups. So she hooked me up with uh, you know to go see the screening of uh, Straight Outta Compton. Great trailer, whatever. Anyway, point is, F. Gary Gray was there. Oh, Ice Cube was there. Oh, Uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. O'Shea Jr. (laughs) Jr. Yep. Um, Was this uh, in Atlanta? This was in Atlanta at, at Atlantic Station. Uh the actor who plays Eze E was there. Uh
0: Jason Mitchell.
5: Jason Mitchell exactly. Uh from King Kong as well. Uh and the dude who disappeared on The Walking Dead, uh Doctor Dre was there as well. Oh, the, the new Jack Black Bauer. Jack Bauer. <laughs> yeah, new Jack Bauer. That's been canceled already, right? Yeah. yeah. Thought so. Anyway. I don't,
0: I don't think they even finished the season. Yeah, yeah I don't <laughs> think not. so.
5: But anyway, all of them were there. They all showed up. Like, Surprise mm-hmm. showed up after the movie. So that really affected my uh, outlook of the movie. Just like mm-hmm. people who see Star Wars, like, you know, two weeks ahead. They're going to love it more than everybody else. Yeah. But um, I didn't have much of a reference for NWA. I knew they existed, but I can't say I grew up with them. Yeah. I'm more so grew up in the era of Tupac and baby. Mm -hmm. So a little bit before my time, but, um, I really enjoyed the movie. The direction was great. I still think that's true. Um, as far as the accuracy of the movie, I know there's some, uh, discrepancies (laughs) about it or so I've heard. Um, (laughs) but as far as the story, you know, first act is better than the second by far, but it was, it was a fun ride.
0: Uh, Ben,
3: what about you? The music is what really got me. So, it was a bunch of songs so kind of like you I wasn't all that familiar with them I knew they were popular songs I was more of an Ice Cube fan believe it or not Ice Cube and uh, West High Connection okay. um growing up were two of my favorite rappers and rap groups um and so as I'm watching the movie every time a song from you know a song plays I'm like oh god I love that song you know um especially when they got to you know no vaseline i'm like oh snap i forgot about this song um and and on into the era of you know when tupac shows up when snoop dogg shows up um so for me i think that's what really really made me like it and on top of that um i just i, I liked i was entertained by it you know like you you're getting this view you know like in, in the very beginning easy ease out running like a drug dealer like he's running into how you know it's like you're it, it kind of starts right off the rip you know it doesn't really <laughs> you try to build anything up it's it starts action right off the rip, and then of course you you're learning about Dr dre and you know him doing his d j sets and everything it's It's just really so yeah, I kind of liked it from start to finish, and then you just pepper the music in there, you know that really kind of helped move it along for me
0: all right um <laughs> except I don't want to bash the movie. Bash it. Yeah. (laughs) If that's what you want to do. It's your opinion. I I don't, I don't really want to bash the movie. Like I understand the importance of it being made. I understand the importance of like the story being told, but it wasn't like, it didn't feel complete because there was so much stuff that was missing. Um, stuff that was missed, that was mentioned in passing, uh, And then just being like watching it with uh, an actor mind (laughs) and writing (laughs) by, there was some stuff that was like, this shouldn't get a laugh, but it does. At least for me, there were some like unintentionally funny moments. Okay. Um, One of them were when the names of things were mentioned, it had a moment. Like when. Uh Dre gets arrested for just standing there and mm-hmm. easy bailed him out. And he was t- talking about starting a record label. Like, if you had a record label, what would you call it? Ruthless. <laughs> 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 it was like and then there's a scene where he is talking to Jerry Heller. Um like NWA, what was that? What was that? What does that stand for? No whites allowed? Niggas with attitude. <laughs> <laughs> so you saw a rainbow when things were mentioned. And then, I mean, I'm, we'll be jumping around on this, but even at the very end, yep. when Suge Knight asked Dr., <sighs> what you don't call your little bullshit? Aftermath. Math. And for some reason, that's the last line of the film? Well, I will that say this.
3: I was like, so <laughs> when he's sitting there <laughs> composing, the weeny, weeny, like, he didn't compose that, that's a part of the sample. I was like, that's kind of a cop out, but but I try not to look at it like that. Like I tried to look at it overall, you know, I thought everyone played their roles well. I thought the guy who played Eazy E looked just well,
0: like Easy E and I think the thing was with the way that Dr. Drake produces, mm-hmm. he does he he clearly sampled, but mm-hmm. instead of just using the record, he would use instruments to play those. Mm-hmm. So I think he was just trying to play it. Yeah,
3: yeah, probably yeah, figured. But it just like I was just like, wait, that's like I don't want them to think it was like how, you know, like they're he he's composing like, Oh, it's not a sample. He put that in there. Like, no, it's a sample, it's and it's okay. It's nothing wrong with sampling. I'm not one of you know, those people who are like that. Um I will say so one thing that did I liked and I didn't like was the quote unquote white knighting of Jerry Heller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Do I think it's cool that you have this, you know, this guy who comes along and sees the potential here and gives them a shot? I think that's really cool because a lot of people, you know, a lot of people run away from the fire. He ran towards it, so to speak. But then the scene and we were talking about this, the scene where they're outside of the recording studio and the cop messes with them. And like all of a sudden, like Jerry learns what the racism is. That was the funniest scene to me. Like it was, it was poignant, and I know it was. It was supposed to be an important scene, and I get it. You know, in all respect to Paul Giamatti, who is, I mean, you probably agree, who is a great actor. Yeah. Um, but there was, I, I'm gonna assume that was probably one of the unintentionally funny scenes. Yeah. Like they meant well in that scene, but like it was like, oh my, it's like he went home that day. Was like, oh my god, I can't believe they're doing this. <laughs> Like they were just standing outside of the recording studio, and they accosted them. <laughs> they were standing there eating hamburgers, and the
0: cops just walked up to the and of them. and I
3: was like, "What did they do?" and they couldn't tell me <laughs> <because> <laughs> like he's telling his friends, and it's just like and i and I get it like that was supposed to that was probably supposed to be like, all right, guys, this is gonna be the scene that changes the tide of the movie, <laughs> and just there is so much unintentional
0: comedy there and i I love the scene. For all of those reasons, I'm still imagining the conversation Jerry Heller is having with his friends. It's like it's like they were just standing there eating hamburgers. Well, <laughs> well maybe they were doing something criminal because you, were you outside with them? Maybe they were do They weren't doing anything. But we were just. We, they were recording a song, and then they went outside to take a break because they had. They just got these hamburgers. They well, did they eating. buy the hamburgers? Yes, I'm, they bought the yes, hamburgers. Bought the I hamburgers. gave them money. <laughs> I said I was gonna. I, I said I'm gonna buy you guys lunch today because you're working so hard. And they said, "Well, we want fat burger." So that's where we went, and that's all they were doing. And I don't and understand. This, and then the police are like, well, "Is it a crime to eat fat burger while standing on the sidewalk in tarts?" Or well, I mean, you know, and, and
3: they're such talented young men. You know, they don't deserve this. They don't.
0: I feel like his friends are like still trying to convince exactly. him that they might have done, done something, something wrong, and he does.
3: He's not friends with them anymore. He's just like, I guess I, I gotta find new friends, and he. So I mean, yeah, that's and I know that scene was supposed to be important, but it was just really funny. I mean, the
5: the way I saw it, as far as like in the entirety of the film, is to make you. I mean, I could be wrong in my assessment. Is to make you trust Jerry Heller and to give yeah. the, the yeah. guys reasons to trust him and then you know when you find out he's doing something wrong which is totally unrelated to like racism and cops and shit yeah it uh it makes it you know uh I don't know it paints a full picture I guess um and also I think it it makes sure that all the characters are like three dimensional mm-hmm. to a certain extent of course they didn't show everybody's bad side but most mm-hmm. of the characters had a a the
1: little bit side. of a bad
5: side you know you know Dr. Drake might have been a little bit of a womanizer. mm-hmm as you know, as far as portrayed by the film, but everybody had their good and bad sides in the movie, and I think that was like Jerry Heller's, like, oh, he's you know, a decent guy, this is why you should trust him. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it's like, oh, I can't believe Jerry did that. But were the cops three dimensional? No, not at all. <laughs> but I mean, are it's the cops like- three dimensional <laughs> to the public, to the American public? Like, no, the
0: cops are. The the cops were unreasonable the whole Throughout event. the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> Every scene. So they're the just thinking about Detroit completely unreasonable. Yeah.
3: <laughs> can't play that song. Like
0: yeah. I feel like that would have been like somewhere in the south. Somewhere in Texas where you can't where, well, you where see, someone would was, say you can't play that song. But they went with mm-hmm. Detroit.
3: You gotta think though, this is before Detroit went bankrupt. So <laughs> yeah. So, back then, Detroit was probably a decent place. Like, hey, you know, we got some uh, Marvin Gaye and some Motown and ha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> Don't yeah, okay. come in here with that, you know, that noise. And- okay,
0: yeah, I can see that. All right, uh, these are some notes that I made. Um, when the characters are introduced, you know, they got their little title card. I like that. Um, <laughs> you could kind of feel, like, what characters were going to matter. Even, like, with the promotion, it was mostly Q... E. Dre. Yep. Uh Red never had any scenes like mm-hmm. to where we found out anything about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the version I watched recently was maybe a director's cut or mm-hmm. so I had some bonus scenes because I knew what DJ Yella ended up doing, but there was no <laughs> reference to it the first time I saw the film. Ah, okay. But in when I watched it a second time, there was like a bonus scene, like, okay. What did he do? He ended up being a porn director. Oh, I had what? No idea. I had no idea. I didn't. Uh, like right. in the in the nineties, after NWA was no more, that's what he ended up. Like he was still making music, but he was also directing oh, porn.
3: But that paid the bills.
0: That. Paid the <laughs> if you look at it, according to the Wikipedia, he's made over three hundred films. It's a lucrative business.
3: They just say he's a film director. They don't want to copy well, what he really is.
0: They, well, it would have said adult film director, but I, I uh, wouldn't make it legit. He's probably directed some, like, legit direct-to-video movies. Well, they're probably all direct-to-video <laughs> <laughs> uh, they But they did make a reference uh, uh, to that with, with DJ Yella that um, he ended up doing. It was a scene where he <laughs> Uh, they're on tour. It was like during the first tour. He's just watching porn on the bus hmm. and while everyone's asleep. Like with the <laughs> it said, like he's watching porn on the bus. Everyone else is asleep, but DJ Red is sitting like the other side of the aisle trying to write. Oh right. Yeah, that's why <laughs> like, like, yo, are you just are you just watching porn right now?
6: Like yeah. the volume
0: was way up and everything. <laughs> <laughs> No shame <laughs> so, uh, so they reference that um the scene on the with ice cube on the bus uh at the, on the school bus mm-hmm. um, I think what is not a lot is made of i guess of is that was it only ice cube that like went to school <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like I mean, is he the only one, only group member who maybe didn't drop out yeah, of high school they or something? Had dropped out, other I don't know. <laughs> and he went to the good school. It's like he he went to the other side of town <laughs> for school. Um, the scene with, like it just jumped out to me. The scene where with the motorbikes, it was like a establishing shot or whatever. Okay, there might have been motorbikes in 1986 but <laughs> i know it just it just didn't make sense to me that and then the song sounded like it came out like that year like in 2015 <laughs> oh yeah there
5: there were some songs from the uh Compton Dr Dreas Compton soundtrack in okay. the movie yeah.
0: yeah um another thing i uh, wrote down uh when q comes over to i guess i was jinx's house where dre is sleeping on the couch <laughs> but he's like uh he's like scratching in its um i don't know how it's pronounced all knife fish it's this electro artist named hashim and all knife fish i remember from from uh vice city um uh, it was on one of the the radio stations okay but with it being an electro track it's one of the most influential uh electro hip hop tracks ever but he's um it made me think of another electro artist who was popular at the time, Egyptian Lover. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> man, Dr. Dre was like, he's, you know, he started off doing electro and he evolved. Mm-hmm. Egyptian Lover did not. Mm-hmm. Like his songs still sound like that song. He was <laughs> like mm-hmm. Egyptian Lover was like probably a bigger artist at the time, but he did not evolve. His songs still sound like that today. So yeah. it just made me think of that. Um, no one likes Lonzo. Uh, the owner of the of the Alonzo. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah. Everyone hates him. Yeah. But they still worked for him. Yeah. No. Well. <laughs> and of course, the real Lonzo uh, wanted, filed a lawsuit because he didn't like how he we was portrayed. Yeah. yeah. Um. I wonder how
3: tr- how true it was though, or was it just you know them controlling the narrative?
0: Um it had to it had to be tr- uh, well I think it was true they did not like him. Yeah. But he gave them a job. <laughs> I don't know I'm on my
3: stage like don't do this. So I just I don't know. I just I do wonder that though cuz everyone has that, you know. You hear rappers like, "Oh, that teacher that never liked me yeah. was Lonzo that teacher <laughs> that didn't believe in them."
0: Uh what do you think of, of Lonzo's depiction? Was it too over the top or did it seem like you know, maybe, I think he, it was maybe he was nice to them sometimes. I think it was <laughs> over
5: the top. He's I mean, we're all flawed. We're all good and we're all bad. And I'm sure he had some good moments in him, but that didn't work well enough for the plot. So they yeah. just made him, you know, an annoying villain.
3: Exactly. You needed a villain. Yeah. Other than the cops. <laughs> yeah. Who we are
5: <were> super villains. <laughs> yeah. You know, Doctor Doom over here. <laughs> um
0: I thought it was strange when they uh uh Cube wrote um, Boys in the Hood, like I almost forgot the name of the song. Um, and he wrote it for another group, which was okay to do at the time to write a song for another artist. Um, why do you think that's frowned upon today? What well, to write for other artists? Yeah, to for like for rappers to write for other artists, mm-hmm. for other rappers. It's, basically,
5: it's not frowned upon anymore. I mean I, I think there was a period when it was but when you know Mika Mill tried to expose Drake that period had already left us
0: mm-hmm. at
5: least five,
0: five years I mean well I think that's what it was before rappers were right for other yeah. artists like um, I, I, if anyone knows who these people are but like Tone Loc's two biggest songs or two only songs that anyone <laughs> knows <laughs> were written by Young MC mm-hmm. Um. And you know, Ice Cube wrote. I feel like he wrote everything. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure. He it, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he he wrote everything for for NWA. And like at the time, you know, it's you. It was looked at as songwriting. You write a, a song for another artist. It may better fit their voice, or yeah. or for a, a certain producer or something like that. But it seemed like as time went on, like if you didn't write your own rhymes, you're not a real rapper. I guess
5: because this is the the origin of gangster rap i mean it's the origin of nwa but it's also the origin of gangster rap and gangster rap is all about authenticity mm-hmm. and then what i mean you that you know it's like oh you really didn't you know bust gats or you know whatever and mm-hmm. you oh you didn't even write these words you're you know fake as shit and i think that's what it is and now uh people don't care again i mean honestly <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, gang, gangster rap has gone away too for the yeah. most part i mean there's still you know 21 savage and stuff like that but people don't care who writes shit anymore again
3: they just care about vibrations
5: yeah
0: <laughs> and honestly i do too I don't, I, don't, I don't really give a shit um when when they well the scene where they made boys in the hood and dre had to put in each line individually i thought it was weird That it seemed like uh he was easily convinced to do the song. <laughs> it took like five seconds, more so than probably happened in real life. <laughs> uh, and consider he had never rapped before. Yeah, yeah.
3: which is weird because you're in a
0: rap group. Like it's like, well, he was brought be, like he had the money. Yeah, he got the you know the studio time. He paid for that, so he was looking at himself like he said, like I'm the Barry Gordy of this shit. Mm-hmm. So he saw himself just being you know a record executive. But and they were like, "You're the face, though." You're like, "Like, well, why don't you? Why don't you do the song? Like, the song's about you." Yeah. Um. So they convinced him to do it, and I, I think he he was easily convinced that you know that uh to do it. I thought that was kind of weird. I think it's just a pacing thing. You're just like <laughs> we don't want to waste time on this. Um, <laughs> he did the song. Uh oh! I wrote again. No one likes Lonzo. <laughs> 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 um. I wrote down Paul Giamatti looks like Mr. Drummond like five Mm. minutes before they made a reference to Mr. Drummond. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. uh, While I wrote the names of things, had dramatic moments. Ruthless. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it seemed like, like, okay, he had never rapped before. And suddenly he's a front man. And he yeah. learned to rap in like five minutes. Like that, like, <laughs> no,
3: no montage. No, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, he, he tried no it. Montage. He
0: tried it like three
5: times.
3: And I'm like, man, just picture you're in the <laughs> six four. Man, you're, you're thinking about it, cruising down the street in my six four. Whoa, he's Whoa. Like, that was dope all right, we got
0: 59 more lines to go.
3: <laughs> like, I just, when I, the first time I heard that he did that, I was like, that had to be mind-numbing for Dr. Dre. Yeah. Like, that had to be the most annoying thing. He was like, man, I swear to God, this won't become a hit. Like, this don't become a hit. I'm going to shoot this man. I'm going to kill him before he dies of age. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's,
0: um, like, that's, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, what did I have uh, here? Also, Okay, any time they were doing a song and they cut to Jerry Heller singing along to the lyrics, I cringed. (laughs) Why? He was just, he was that
3: supportive dad. (laughs) Those were my
0: boys. (laughs) I cringed every time. I mean, I'm sure he probably did it, but still. Um, He's their biggest supporter. (laughs) The scene where, uh, in the hotel room and the guy comes looking for his girlfriend. Oh, that was hilarious. Her name was Felicia, <laughs> and then when they kicked her out of the hotel yeah. room, they said, bye, Felicia." I was like,
3: "Really?" Yeah. I read that he I, improvised that line; that was not written. He improvised it.
5: Well, I read um, this could be a fake news. I read that her name was actually Felicia.
0: Mm-hmm. I also read that if the actress' real name is Felicia, okay,
5: that's what I heard. I don't
3: know,
0: but <laughs> still say bye, Felicia. Hey, <laughs> it's one of those but still
6: moments, bye, man. Felicia yeah. because that's where he got the line. Because
3: they clearly they showed him writing Friday. At the end of the movie, it's just like he's like bipheli oh, I remember when I kicked that gun off the wrong. What, what did I say?
5: It's just <laughs> one of those like crowd pleasing moments. Yeah. Just like in any Marvel movie, like, Oh, I know that thing. I That's bet you like people
3: is. did people screaming that they're like yes. Bye so I, ah, I
5: ah, screamed too though, I'm not gonna front for you guys. <laughs> oh Eric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh E. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um
0: Uh what there's a scene where they're like where's where a crowd like steamrolling? copies of stray I counted. Yeah. I just wrote that's the same as burning jerseys. Yeah. Like they and they've already got your money and yeah. then right then easy easy <laughs> <laughs> like hey, they've already, sure. already paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. So there were some moments I I agreed with, okay? That wasn't a complete He's coming plus. around people,
3: he's coming around.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they they might get a D plus in this um <laughs> uh Hey, this is the highest grossing biopic
3: Ever. Higher than Walk the Line. It beat Walk the Line's record. Anyway, um <laughs> have you you seen Walk the Line, right? No. You need to see maybe he don't like movies. I mean, maybe right. He doesn't. He doesn't. Walk the line is dark. it's not
5: just the black ones.
3: You need to see that. That's dark. Don't say dark, you might not watch it. I mean it's good. It's, <laughs> it's bright, man. It's like, you know, happy and stuff. Johnny Cash of the Happy Life, I don't know if you know. <laughs>
0: I've seen I've seen parts of Walk the Line. I think it was up to the part where didn't he try to have like a gospel band,
3: I, it's and been it years wasn't working. Since I've seen it, so
0: like they tried one of his original songs. Like they were doing gospel songs, and it just sounded weird because of his distinctive voice. Yeah. So they tried a song that he wrote, and the engineer whatever. Oh, that sounds really good. And then so they just did a bunch of other <laughs> songs. <Wow. laughs> It, you know, I, just, I saw like up to that part. Yeah,
3: it's not that dark, but it is very good. You should see it. It's it's just parts of it are disturbing. He the hard life. But back to this. Um, this is this beat that movie though, Greg. This is, okay. That's how good this movie was. All
0: right, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Convince right, you, uh, Also,
5: the highest gra- uh highest grossing R-rated movie until Deadpool came out.
3: Yeah. You haven't seen Deadpool either. Have you? I'm not. That doesn't surprise. That me. That doesn't though. surprise me. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> It's funny though. He was born to play that role.
0: But yeah, um uh okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tangents.
0: So, uh a scene where I felt like there was too much symbolism. There was a scene where E and Jerry are eating lobster and then Cube comes in with mm-hmm. a burger <laughs> talking about where's my buddy or are we going to get paid or something. Yeah. Um you could
3: kind of tell at that point something's up. Yeah. Like, all right, he's He's avoiding, let me handle this
0: part of it. Like, okay, okay. And it felt like, I, as far as the way it was, the movie looked, if Cube had only gotten what he deserved, what could NWA have been? Because like I said, they made two and a half albums. Mm-hmm. And once he left, that was, they were done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if they even tried to, they only put like a couple of songs that he wasn't involved in as far as like any N.W.A. songs that he didn't do at all. Well, you could kind of see like at that point, like when the
3: talent walks out of the room, not saying that Dre wasn't talented, but like it was like that's only one half of the equation. Dre's not writing what, you know, Ice
0: Cube writes. So speaking of writing,
3: one
0: of the funniest lines in the movie. Rin's as good a writer as Cube, maybe even better. Yeah, now that I do remember I think I kinda laughed at that one. I was like There's no way Jerry believed that. I think you just say that to, yeah. to kinda like calm E, but he could not have possibly yeah. believed that
5: I think they would have uh I mean all groups break up, so they they wouldn't have lasted long either way, I don't think.
0: Maybe that's just me being a pessimist, but it would have been something else. Um uh, we uh, should popping up, uh, like I feel like he should have had like, some some theme music, some ominous music played behind him every time he pops up. <laughs> Who, hold on, you, I'm sorry, I was reading Every them. time Should Night pops up, yeah. I feel like the, in, some the Empire music, <laughs> music from, so, uh, from Star Wars. So, have or, you seen or, the Star Wars? Dun, dun, have dun, 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 dun. I have not seen Star Wars because I have no interest in Star Wars. Okay. Absolutely not. I know what you're talking about. You know the song. Yes. We all know the oh, song. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um I was thinking also the Jaws music. That's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the um
3: the the, the the scene at the end in the studio, or not the end, but it's towards the end, where he like they beat the dude and he's just in his underwear. Yeah. What was that, man? Like I believe
0: that all the way.
3: Come on. I feel like that happened,
0: but I was I was waiting for they're gonna say like why or did he what he say? Yeah. Did he do something? Oh, it's just for fun. It's a Tuesday. But night it beating. never came. like
3: <laughs> it was never explained. That's all it was a Tuesday night beating. So like, <laughs> you just find some dude and beat him.
0: I was like, okay, so you're gonna like pretend to sick a dog on him, but all he has to do for for you to stop is to toast to death row. That's it. Tuesday, like Tuesday night. Like I think he he wouldn't have minded doing that. Yeah. Like why'd you have the <laughs> sick <a> dog on <laughs> him? <laughs> And, and, that, and like you know, he's just sitting there in his underwear. Like I don't, I don't know. Drew's like, this is the final straw. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what did like I, I just wonder. I just what I wanted that scene to be explained a little bit more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it didn't. didn't I mean, if they explained it, maybe it would have
5: made sense to you, and then the point of death row being like weirdos
0: would have been lost <laughs> on you. Because I mean, I know they were like. You know, there was a lot of I watched the Death Row Chronicles also recently. And I understand there was a lot of partying and they might do a lot of, you know, um random things. But that particular scene didn't make sense <laughs> because there there's no context to it. And then Dre just like loses mm-hmm. uh just loses it and he goes out and drives as fast as he possibly can. Well, no easy way out is playing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um but that, yeah no, no Shug was, it was was menacing though in this in this movie and I mean I imagine it was probably like you know if they had a hand in this movie that's probably the way they felt when he was around you know he, he bombed him like he's just like <laughs> who are you yeah. it's like it's just this like you know larger than life physically and you know personality wise uh, the kingpin basically yeah the yeah. kingpin yes exactly you never know when he might go off and kill someone. Like, who wants to be around that.
0: <laughs> uh, now, there was the scene where uh, Cube takes a bat to uh, Brian's office, uh, which did really happen. Uh, but the scene, like, right before he made No Vaseline, where he's talking to Brian. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brian's like, I want to play something for you. They played the the Benedict Arnold line one time. <laughs> Like, are you sure that was enough? Like, maybe it was for time, yeah. but I'm sure I don't think that's enough context for <laughs> Ice Cube to be so upset to make no Vaseline. I don't think that's how it really happened, but I think just for time, it just seems weird because he heard it's like Benedict Arnold, and he goes right into the studio. <laughs> I was
3: just
0: like, What? Huh?
3: oh snap, boy. yeah, no Vaseline,
0: yeah." Um it, and it's one of... Uh, no Vaseline ends up being one of those diss tracks to where... Uh, I think lately, like, some diss tracks are, like, a mystery. Yeah. Like, people had to, like, look for, like, is he talking about Almost this? Almost always. Or three? Yeah. Oh, there yeah. Is no doubt but for that mind. one, yeah. there was yeah. no... <laughs> There's <is> no doubt. <laughs> no mystery yeah, as to what was going deaf, on. Deaf, dumb, and blind to not <laughs> get that one. Um, yeah. I guess I, I, I miss hearing diss tracks like that. Like, just be, like... Straightforward. Who, well, who are you talking? About? What is yeah. this about? Well, Ice Cube did that. I somebody. mean, they
3: had a disc record called "King of the Hill" on the West Side Connection album about Cypress Hill. Like they didn't even <laughs> put their name in it. Like put their name in there. We
0: we don't have time to like <laughs> be metaphorical. <laughs> no, right we now. don't. We don't. Um, uh, what else to have you? So, uh, well, as far as no Vaseline, like I don't think the word "savage." Was used the way we use it today, mm-hmm. but it, yeah. he would be the definition of savage yeah. <laughs> with yeah. that yeah. song. Um, I would.
3: I yeah. honestly think like if yeah. if that dropped today, people might be like, "That's too much, man!" Like <laughs> <laughs> that man had a family. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I really think people would just be like, "Oh my God, did, did he really just say that?"
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's that type of diss record. Um, The scene that, I don't know, it's kind of weird, but to where uh, the the lynch mob and Ruthless fought at the New Music Seminar, I don't know what the New Music Seminar is. (laughs) I feel like that's a cover for something. I don't know what that would have been, though. Yeah, maybe. Like, it wasn't um, A3C. No. Uh, No, no. It it was uh, maybe something like that, but I just... It's got the that's such a plain name,
5: <laughs> yeah it's a weird name
0: yeah um
5: sounds like they sell uh shares or something uh
0: I don't know how much football you guys watch, but the scene where uh uh Jerry goes home and someone's standing like right in his yard mm-hmm. uh that is former n f l running back thomas jones uh he used to play for the uh he used to play for the jets okay and the bears i think but um yeah, sure. So that was—is that Thomas Jefferson? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, was Deep Cover really made like that? Was the song Deep Cover really made like that? To where, like, Dre had this beat, and then he meets Snoop for the first time, and then he just like two minutes later, he's no. in the booth making Deep no. Cover. <laughs> Can't.
3: no. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure half of that was like just the way they introduced. Which I thought that was a great casting on snoop but just he just walks up to him you're right hello hey all right song like like, yeah it's just and i felt so i will say if anything and i you know maybe it was for time i do think that snoop and tupac were introduced and then just like they were rushed easter eggs yeah. Again, it was like, just, were, again yeah. just
5: like Marvel movies where it's oh I know that thing. Yeah, it was, it was a, just
3: it was rush. It was like, oh yeah, this too, but he just stays in the studio. He's he loves to work, yeah. work, 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 and it's just like, alright, we'll find out anymore. They were out.
0: by Felicia's. Yeah. That's what they were. <laughs> um it was almost like Snoop Dogg. It was almost <laughs> one of those scenes. Yes. Yeah. It it almost felt like that.
3: Like uh, you could have like Dre come out in the post credit scene, like, I like to talk to you about Death Row Records and like it's all of a sudden <laughs> like it teases like, you know the death row movie or
0: something <laughs> uh, what was um i guess uh LaKeith Stanfield who plays Snoop uh it was it seemed like it was his own voice cuz I haven't seen All eyes on me but apparently that guy the guy who played Snoop in that was lip syncing oh okay mm-hmm. and it was like very obvious, obvious? and yeah. weird <laughs> another reason not <I laughs> see that movie um will save it down okay well, as I said before in our previous episodes, if we got into these guys' personal lives, many things were left out. Like, mm-hmm. we, I don't, I still don't know anything about MC Ren. Nope, nothing. No. Uh, was he involved in the making
3: of the movie? No, probably not. I think I
5: think he was upset. <laughs> I
3: mean, then he probably On it, they probably you know did it out of respect. Then, like, if you weren't involved, we won't share your dirty secrets or
0: something. Did they share anyone's dirty secrets though? They shared Jerry's. <laughs> yeah, they made
5: Easy eat look a little dirty.
0: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but he's dead. <laughs> uh, that was another note I had. Coughing is AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But with, uh, like I said, just in passing, Michelet was mentioned, but she Dre she dated Dre, possibly for nine years.
3: Mhm.
0: And she's an artist on the label. And she sang World Class Wrecking Crew's most recognizable song. Mm-hmm. And that's not mentioned at all. Nope. Uh, that's why that lifetime movie was made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and also the the D Barnes incident. Oh yeah. Was not yep. mentioned okay. at all. Of course not. Or maybe that was the assault that Because it made it, it like, I agree with this, With the second half of the movie made Dre look like a character in a romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah.
0: (laughs) He sees Nicole across the, you know, across the party. She was getting ready to leave. No, no, don't leave. (laughs) I mean,
5: if the movie had those in it, the movie wouldn't have got made. It it just... (laughs) Dre would have let that movie happen with any Michelet or Dee Barnes mentions, that's what I think. Um But he let
3: Eminem mention it in a song. Yeah. Where they're going at each other. Mm. And Fucking, I thought that was kinda funny.
5: Uh I think a lot of it has to do with the whole uh, Apple deal. I know that was going
0: going on around the time, mm. so he really wanted and to then keep like himself. A, after queen. the fact, after all the all the contracts have been signed. Yeah. Then Sorry. he says something. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, I can't remember what scene this was. This came from, but produ- oh, okay, I think it was um, Easy E may have said this, or Jerry said this, but uh, I think it was as far as like the when the uh, when the Chronic was coming out, the scene where somebody said producers don't rap. Yeah, I was like, but E is a rapper who doesn't write. <laughs> 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 I, um, I think E might it might have been E might have been the one who said that. Uh, but I thought, I thought that was that was weird no, I, I did write in the second half of the movie Dre was in a separate movie and it was a romantic comedy yeah. <laughs> Um. not enough was made of especially when the chronic came out of Ian Dre going back and forth like with uh, I thought there would have been I mean not something you have to do but as far as like the making of music videos uh, with Dre Day having someone play the Eazy-E character or Sleazy-E in the video. (laughs) Clearly a shot at Eazy-E. And then Eazy-E made a song, I can't remember what song it is, but it was like his response to that.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: So like them, like going back and forth, you know, and and the film, it just made it look like uh, Eazy-E was worried, like he felt everything coming apart because he doesn't have Cube, he doesn't have Dre anymore, but he's still trying to keep everything together. Mm -hmm. He still has to pay these artists. He's still trying to find ways to make money or, you know, maybe to satisfy them by paying them in weed and (laughs) thinking that's going to work. But, you know, I think he felt everything coming apart, but not enough was made of the beef. They actually had, uh, because at the end when he died, um, Dr. Dre did say like, uh, in his behind the music that he didn't get to talk to him, that he was, he was unconscious, but he felt mm-hmm. like he made his peace with him. That really did happen. But as far as them going back and f- it just made it seem like in the film that, Oh, they just broke up and, and they were all doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Not that they were actually beefing with each other. Right. Um, yeah, so that that's what I had, and then my my last note actually was coughing his AIDS. So I just thought that was.
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you think might have happened? So, you know, Easy E wants to kill Suge Knight. He tells Jerry we need to kill Suge Knight. Jerry says we fight with lawyers. What do you think could have happened if he actually did it though? That that's well, that Jer- was a very Jerry worth Heller for me. actually
0: said he regrets telling him that, telling him like not to not it. to do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe think he maybe he would have been better off if he had done it. Uh, maybe he could have gotten away with it. Wow. I don't yeah. know. I think that it might have made things worse. Like. Easy would have been murdered then. Yeah. And Jerry Heller, too, probably. Mm. It probably would have you know, set off something like that. Um,
3: <clears throat> that would have been wild. But I remember yeah. thinking that, like, man, like how thing, how different might things have been if they would have gone through with that. I think I remember you telling me that, that Jerry said he regretted doing that, telling him not to do
0: it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did realize a couple of things. <clears throat> in the scene where he, uh, Suge Knight and his goons beat up Eze, mm-hmm. and the very first scene in the movie with Eze. e Man, he out here, he going out here by himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I,
5: I heard that uh, he didn't really get beat up in the studio by Suge's goons on on some random ass YouTube videos listening to at work so I don't know <laughs> I can't I can verify the validity of that but uh they say like that shit did not happen and also with uh Tupac being punked by Suge they're like that, that's not really
0: again I don't know I wasn't around uh okay it, okay I do think that there was some intimidation at least involved yeah, for, sure. for him to release Dre from uh from Ruthless mm-hmm But either way, he's in there by himself. (laughs) (laughs) And you see, for like the rest of the movie, he has those two Samoan dudes going everywhere with him. He learned. Like, he was in, wasn't he at Jerry's house? And then, no, no, he was in or at his own house. And he's talking to Jerry. And then he goes outside, and his two bodyguards come right with him. (laughs) (laughs) That was was what, like, man, they they went, they literally (laughs) went with him. Uh, but those two scenes where he's like in there by himself, uh, I do think that he was a, a fearless person. Yeah. Um, but it's just—it was just weird to see because he's—he was a small person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he's in there with Suge Knight and two other, two or three other guys that also look like Suge Knight. <laughs> 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 um. Were there any particular scenes or you know any moments that stood out in the movie to you, Eric?
5: Oh, definitely the no Vaseline scene um, by Felicia for better or for worse. <laughs> uh, huh. Let me see what else. Definitely the ending, the you know aftermath because he does a turnaround. He does like uh, I don't know. It was, it was weird. Is uh, there a I, freeze
0: frame too? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe.
5: Um... But yeah, the no the no Vaseline sticks out more than
0: anything else. I feel like a, a scene that might have been a cut is like, "Hey, what are we going to call this album? Straight
2: out of <laughs> 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 Um
4: Yeah, I uh,
0: the no no Vaseline. That's the one that stands out uh, to me also, as far as like an actual good scene. Yeah. Um, and the, <laughs> uh, I felt like they're uh, because and uh, you look at the, the other guys' reaction to it. Uh, maybe they didn't want to. They uh, wanted to avoid doing it too much as far as Yellow being like some comic relief, because <laughs> he was like hey, that was pretty good. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and it was it was it's kind of awkward. It showed kind of how kind of awkward it was because Cube left the group. But they're still friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we know Cube left the group because of... He wasn't being compensated, as he felt he should have been.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, they understood that. You're still friends. Yeah. Um, but, you know, someone... Who who wrote that Benedict Arnold line? So Dre said mm-hmm. it, but maybe Ren wrote it. Probably. Because he's a better writer than Cube, right? <laughs> of course. So, um, <laughs> uh. But I, I, I think like that scene, like maybe yellow was supposed to be the comic relief, but maybe they cut it to like, okay, we don't want it to seem that way. Um, so
3: there's yeah. no freeze frame. He just says aftermath, credits, and he looks for a second. <laughs> is is, is he his turns. back turned already? Let me see yeah,
0: he was. Yeah, he had his he, like he he's going out the door and like I turning, feel like he looks uh, over his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, he does. He looks yeah, over yeah, his yeah,
3: shoulder. Yeah. He turns around. He's walking out the door. He's we're gonna call that? He turns. Aftermath. He goes, Aftermath. And he waits for, he looks for a second. Then he turns and walks. He He, gives him like a good two second look. He was holding for applause.
5: Yeah. And uh, that that happened. Hold for applause. We didn't know that, you know, the director and the actors were in the theater at the time when we were watching the
3: movie. And cut. Beautiful scene. Beautiful scene. The way you held there, beautiful. We're going to re- we're going to do it again though. Hold longer. <laughs> hold longer. Like like as a standing ovation hold. <laughs> oh man, that really was the end. I forgot that yeah. was like the that's the as he just said. walks out like and then we just see montages. It's an
5: advertisement if I ever heard one. Man. Yeah.
3: So <laughs> like, oh, by the way, that dude that said Aftermath, he owns Beats.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. I feel that also could have been a commercial. Yeah, it could have been commercial for me. Yeah. Beats. yeah. <laughs> see. He'll be Dr. Dre, 1995. <laughs> <laughs> um, income is like his father.
3: I'm like
0: <laughs> uh, any other scenes that may have stood out to you, Ben, about the, this film? Well, I mean, I know we talked about the scene where he smashes up the office Mm-hmm.
3: Um I liked a lot of the performance scenes, so you know, like we know where they're on stage performing. Um the scene of course I mentioned where um the dude's on it in his underwear on the ground bloodied up was was like what the hell? What is that? <laughs> um and I'm trying to think what else. I think those are really the and of course like I said, the the the, 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 the turning point of the movie where they're on the ground outside the recording studio and all of a sudden racism hits home. You know, that's, that was, you know, and then of course, no Vaseline, him actually in the studio recording. No Vaseline was just awesome. It's because it's such a great song. And I love ice cube. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, the, I felt like the scene where, uh, E meets cube in New York or wherever they were mm-hmm. in that club. I feel like that didn't really happen. Hmm. Um, I felt like like they, they tried to make the scene like they were going to get back together. But I feel like those scenes right, were like... Right. It, it, it didn't... I mean, maybe there were no interviews about it. No one asked the questions. But I really got the feeling that this didn't happen. This was just... You're, you're taking dramatic license as far as you possibly yeah. can.
3: Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of that in there. I mean, like, I'm not going to say that the police weren't mean, but I'm pretty sure that let's mean him up a little bit. And just like we said with Lonzo, he probably wasn't that over the top, but let's make him over the top. There's, I'm pretty sure there was a, a lot of dramatic license taken in this movie to make for entertainment. Life is rarely this entertaining.
0: Um, Another an issue that I had at all, outside of with okay. the film it sounds like I had many issues with the film. Yeah. It? yeah. <laughs> um, my primary issue is that as far as it being, uh, okay, it had a mostly black cast. It had a black director, but you had white screenwriters. Um, I felt that might've taken away from what the film could have been.
3: Mm, I don't, with with them being so involved in it, I don't think. I mean, like, well, yeah, like like uh, Dre and Cube were involved in it
0: because it's also a involved play, in the making
3: of it. But I mean, it's not
0: like they're not making this up. You know, this isn't that thing you do. This is yeah, but, of but as far like I said, they're you know, dramatic license is taken pretty far. You know, I think. Okay, well, let's put it this way. I don't I don't wanna blame the the white screenwriters too much, but as far as Dre and Q being involved in production of it, they may have Painted they, themselves. <laughs> they painted themselves a certain way. Oh, yeah, they took sure. the opportunity to paint themselves a certain way. Well I mean it's, it's almost kinda of
3: like the, And because they the, painted
0: themselves a certain way, mm-hmm. then they out of respect, they painted E a certain way.
3: Yeah. And I mean when you're when you're when you're screenwriters and you're because I mean I don't want to absolve the screenwriters of like you know being perfect or anything when you're writing a movie like this and you're working very closely with the source material you're not going to skewer them (laughs) you know you're gonna you know so maybe you do leave out something that they kind of casually mention maybe you should leave out or like, if we put this scene in there this makes Dre look bad or this might make Ice Cube look bad akin to really any movie that we've seen I mean like let's think about how differently maybe David Ruffin is portrayed if maybe he's involved in that movie or you know when we talked about how a lot of the people and um, how everyone in the new edition movie was painted and how like only what Ricky only, only really Ricky saw his
0: only actually found out something new yeah or
3: his demons something yeah so it's kind of like you know that's it's you know the the, the winner's right history <laughs> so to speak so yeah um, we're not going to see a lot of the demons of Ice Cube and Dr. Dre to an extent just because I'm involved in it. if I don't want you to know it I don't have to say it, you know?
5: I mean, do you think it would be different if they were black as far as the content of the movie itself I, I or as like far the con- as
0: cultural I felt like the content movie I feel like it would have been um, I guess received different culturally. Uh do you even know if most people know that they're white screenwriters?
5: I only knew I didn't you mentioned. Yeah.
0: I didn't know. Uh well, yeah. <laughs> I, it was nominated for best uh, original screen, or yeah, best original screenplay. Yeah, um, that's not a category that a lot of black people get nominated for, and no one had ever won until Jordan Peele. Yep, get out. <laughs> um, and he still but him. I felt like that was the that was, <laughs> it, I guess it had to be white screenwriters for it even to be made or or something to that effect. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I don't, I don't, and I don't know who the people are. Maybe they went with them just because of, I don't know what what have they done before? What have they done after? Like were they experienced? Because I mean, this there was a lot of fanfare around this movie before it came out. Um, I got the feeling that maybe. It was one of those nostalgia things where it's like, man, N.W.A. is bigger than we remember, because <laughs> there was a lot of hype surrounding this movie from people who I never thought listened to N.W.A. It was a great trailer, also. Yeah, it was also yeah, it was an incredible trailer, um, and it's a feels good
0: story. Like my kid played yeah. me, like it's cool, you know. It's like, Straight <laughs> that um, Compton was okay. It's making like it's his
5: only one. And I mean it's what, the second hip hop biopic after Notorious?
3: No. Or well, I mean we're not true? considering Get Richard or Not at all. And eight my
5: <laughs> I mean that's kinda like pseudo biopic. <laughs> like it's kinda you know, the characters have
0: did I've never saw Get Richard. Rich. Me either. I have I've seen it. Okay, that was your movie watching time. <laughs> what what's funny about that, another tangent, whatever. Um there's a scene where uh his rap name is like Young Caesar, or something. Like that. But when he when he gets shot, oh yeah, <laughs> there's a scene where, um, like there was a there was a drug dealer he was working for, and he did something. And it's been a long time, but he did something, and he had to. Uh, he sent a guy who was actually one of Fifties friends to kill him, and and he shot him, and then he goes back to the guy and he's like is he dead yeah yeah he's dead are you sure like like he's dead like i shot him like nine times <laughs> like, like y'all really put that line in the movie yeah then <laughs> he shot him nine times um yeah that that's me that's the line that kind of stuff gotcha. <laughs> yeah. gotcha uh yeah um but it's 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 it's, it's Get Rich or Die Trying is basically 50's 8 Mile to where it's loosely yeah. based yeah. and they changed all the names and all that. Right. To protect the innocent. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Wolf. <laughs> Speedweed. weed. <laughs> um, but yeah, for the guy, Jonathan Herman, this was his first screenplay. Mm. Hmm. And for the other writer, Andrea Berloff, um, she favorite? had... She was a co-writer for World Trade Center. I think that's the Oliver Stone one. Yeah. And after something called Bloodfather. Oh, Bloodfather? I'm kidding. (laughs) 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 is. And something called Sleepless. I think that's the one with Jamie Fox. Fox, yeah. She wrote that one. So, some people who, a couple of people who didn't have a lot of experience. Hmm. So that's interesting. Then That's an interesting
3: choice. Or maybe nobody wanted to touch it. <laughs> okay. That could be the other. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be curious to hear them talk about that. Um, you know, was it, were these people that maybe they knew or maybe did they, you know, how do you, cause I don't, I don't know much about how screenwriters get chosen in the first place. If you get a director, then you get a script or do you get a script and then it gets green lit and you get a direct. I don't know, but I mean, it'd be interesting. Mm. Because I want to, I want to think that like when you're, you know, I mean, Dre and Dre and Ice um, Cube are legends. You know, Dre probably more relevant now than ever, um, and Ice Cube who makes family movies. <laughs> Maybe that's how he knew them. I don't know, but it's you gotta like you gotta think like they could pick their screenwriters. Hmm. You would think. I don't know. That's some, I think that's something we should look into though, because I'd be curious to know how some very inexperienced screenwriters got to make a biopic that was this hyped. That's, that's, that's actually very curious.
0: Yeah. Um, as far as other hip hop movies go, uh, there aren't a lot of hip hop biopics out there. Notorious, all eyes on me. I think that's it. Um, yeah, there's, there there are theaters. Yeah. There are others that were, um, loosely based, like eight mile, uh, get rich or die trying. Uh, what about the Fat Boys? No, no. Well, Distort were they in Crush Groove? I'm just that's die. loosely based. <laughs> that's yeah. the that's the yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the, Def, Jam story, the yeah. <laughs> Def Jam story. The loosely based Def Jam um, story, in which everyone played themselves except for Russell Simmons. <laughs> 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 like even Rick Rubin played himself. <laughs> um well, I guess we don't have a lot of a lot of uh, options here as far no. as like com- as far as like comparing how the, and comparing the films. Right. I get we only have uh, a one about Biggie and one about Tupac. Yeah. Um. Do you think there's any other hip hop artist that deserves like we want to know their life story? Jay Z for sure. I know that might be a an overrated choice, but
5: Jay Z went from, like you know, drug dealer to household name. He's on you know Ellen and Oprah. You know he's sitting on the stoop with her. But um, the the fact that popped out most to me was that he shot his brother. I want to see that scene. Uh, like, what leads to that? Like, what follows that? Mm-hmm. He's also one of my favorite rappers, but he he popped in my head first.
3: There's. Would, would there be a. What did you say to well, no, say? I say there's uh, a page I found on XXLMag.com. Seven hip-hop biopics to check out after Straight of Compton.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh. Seven? Yeah, seven. <laughs> please, please listen. Yeah. You're not going to believe them.
3: <laughs> so, right off the bat, Aaliyah, the princess of R&B.
5: <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah, TV movie. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, uh, those. Wait, did okay. it say hip-hop, by the way?
3: Yeah, this, this said hip-hop on XXLMag.com. Um, biopic two, Crazy Sexy Cool, the TLC I knew that story. Was coming next. I knew
5: it
0: was coming next. I've it, seen that one. I've, I've oh, sort okay. of seen it.
3: So these are okay. And of course, it says based off the life and the career of Aaliyah. Leah. This, of course, Crazy Sexy Cool, the rise of TLC. Uh, biopic four. I had never heard of this. Dirty the Platinum Edition, the life and career of the old dirty bastard. No. This premiered at the uh, New Ho Film Festival in 2013. I didn't. Mm. I didn't know there was one. Yeah. Um, a film by Stephen Turner is what it says. Um, then, of course, Notorious. The Life and Career of Notorious B.I.G. Um, Get Rich or Die trying, The Life and Career. They put The Life and Career of a 50 cent. That's what it's based of. But, of course, you know. Eight Mile. And then, last but certainly not least. And, Greg, I can't believe you forgot this. Too legit. The MC Hammer story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the life and career that might
0: be the greatest of
5: MC Hammer I wouldn't know is uh, did that list come out before Straight Outta Compton
0: this, this is, is
3: since Straight Outta Compton so it was it oh, after right after is it, right it too like, legit.
0: Have you, well you I haven't seen it did you know that it existed no, before just now
5: I know he had a cartoon Hammer
3: Man, Hammer Man that was awesome Hammer Man <laughs> Hammer,
0: Hammer Man Too Legit to Quit the MC Hammer story was uh, it was on VH1 okay a VH1 original movie of course it had, uh, Romany Malko, who you may know as, uh, he was Jay in the 40-year-old virgin. Okay. Um, and he was in, the only movie I think of he was in was, like, Think Like a Man. Okay. <laughs> but he was, uh, he played, he played, uh, the title character.
5: <laughs> the titular <teacher> character.
0: <laughs> um... It's something we're checking out because it, it just seems so weird. All of a sudden, um, he just became this star. I'm still trying to find out who is 2B Smooth and Soul Lixer because those are the two groups he went on tour with, w- with his first album. Uh, and, like, he was the opening act, but because of, if you've seen footage of what a Hammer show is, like 50 dancers, yeah. of this band use the opening act, and they're telling him, "Hey, you gotta dial it back for the other guys <laughs> and then he eventually became the headliner on this same tour uh, <laughs> I'm like, but wow. who is to be smooth and so <laughs> so sure. to where they're the headliners, even to begin with
3: um so since yeah. you since you were talking about what should be made, I found a few pages. Where they say, you know, these are the next movies that need to
0: be made. Is this the same list from after our new edition episode? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Oh, because there um, was one, there was a list uh, for our new edition episode that BET should make one about boys to men. Okay. Uh,
3: no, man, that's
0: not. They should make one about, uh, I can't remember who else on the, oh, uh, they should make one about, they should make one about immature. Oh, I, don't, oh I'm not, <laughs> I was like, that's going to be written and directed by Chris Stokes so yeah, he can control everything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, that one would
5: be interesting. I, I was going to talk about, <laughs> we'll rant about how uh, R&B stories aren't that interesting to me or I don't see them having the potential to be interesting to me because rappers, I don't know, you're more attached to their individual mm-hmm. personalities. You know, with boy bands, you have, you know, the bad boy, the, yeah. the sexy one, <laughs> the shy one. You know, like I... <laughs> I don't know, but uh, but yeah, immature. That'd be interesting for sure.
3: So it says here, number one, of course, you mentioned Jay Z. Yeah. Uh, number two, Gucci Mane. What well, he's getting? He, there's no, they one say that's what they want. It. Oh, it is, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, we talked about that. They, they've got, got to include
5: the uh, cloning scene. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh,
3: number three, UGK. <sighs> I, I think that'd be
0: interesting yeah I mean it would it would have to be not a lot is is talked about as far as like hip-hop in Texas mm-hmm. like they have a scene out there and for a very short time that was what everyone was paying attention to yeah and it wasn't and it wasn't UGK at the center of that though but they're like I would understand if you know a movie being made about them Grandmaster Flash and the Furious
3: 5 is number 4 okay and then number five, and I don't know if I agree with this, Lil' Kim. I mean, the surgeries are
5: interesting. You know, the relationship yeah. with Biggie. I mean.
3: Will Smith and Jazzy J is another, another one they're saying. Oh, I could, I I could thought, see that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> too, be, too many of them. Too many people. <laughs> and then A Tribe Called Quest, which actually would It's I like the Infinity War
0: of uh, rap movies. <laughs> Wu-Tang would work if they did like a Kung Fu movie. <laughs> yes, yeah, okay. so i think a kung fu movie would would work
3: what about so there's actually two on here one person we've talked about in one group that we've never covered on here two live crew being one of them and the other scott storch as a movie as a movie scott storch
0: i mean it'll be him working with Dr. Dre and Timberland, and then lots of the scenes doing, doing cocaine. <laughs> oh, man, I can write anything. <laughs> and then the last scene is that interview on Sway in the Morning where he has his keyboard <laughs> and he's playing.
3: But we're oh. going to call it <laughs> still DRE. I mean, since credits. you mentioned Sway, uh, Kanye,
5: Kanye's been on a journey that I would like to see. the behind
3: yeah, I, know, and I don't know why he hasn't appeared on any of these lists that I'm looking.
0: I've looked at like five different lists. He's nowhere near. Well, Maybe, maybe because people feel like like this movie can't be written yet. <laughs> like, yeah, it can yeah. start, you know, when right. he's young and you know, he wants to make music and, you know, mom yeah. wants him to go to school, but mom, I want to do this and, yeah. you know, kind of have the, you know, the center can be the relationship with him and his mom but as far as what's happened... After she passed, that part is still being written.
5: Yeah, (laughs) I'm still I'm seeing
0: the trailer in my head right now,
3: and for some reason I I see that scene where like they kind of flash light and they're like, and it's like I just you know my jaw has to be wired shut. (laughs) And then the next scene is him like rapping, I'm gonna spit through the (laughs) wire. That that that'd be interesting as
0: fuck. But that is
5: kind of why I put Jay Z over Kanye because his interesting days are pretty. I don't know. I don't know. They might not be over, but he's a very private person. And then
0: and then like the and the thing is like where a lot of biopics are made like after yeah know, someone's dead. That's not you know dead they're, or when they're alive. Yeah. There's certain points you gotta stop like with Jay Z, when he meets Beyonce, that's the end of the movie. I don't know, man. Solange elevator fight.
5: <laughs> Blue Ivy being born, maybe That'll be the like know. part of the
0: montage of a trailer oh. or something. We gotta
5: we gotta see the yeah, we gotta see the elevator <laughs> no. fight. This is no, Actually, stop really
0: good or like he he meets Beyonce right and they're like smiling at each other and Solange is right there like just with the questioning look on her face (laughs) like who is this guy (laughs) she's the shook knight of the movie um
3: this is interesting this is on billboard 15 hip hop biopics we want to see and they put who they think should play the people okay
0: Okay. alright who you got so number one up
3: Nick Cannon as Diddy (laughs) Fuck you. See, this is why <laughs> and I hate it's, And it's got them side by side. I'm not even I can't make this up. I mean it, next is next Michael B. Thompson as T.I. Why they put Michael B. Thompson? Michael B. Michael Jordan. B. Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, it's as Michael T. B. Jordan. They put Michael B. Thompson. They need to Michael B.
5: Jordan's way too famous to play T.I. T.I. You know. Know. needs Wood to try Harris to play. Michael 50 B. Jordan.
0: Cent? <laughs> He's too skinny to play him. Now I think
3: they're joking. Kevin's like Hart. a whole lot older. Kevin Hart's Lil Wayne. Get the fuck out. I hate these. <laughs> what site is this? I just, what what site New is newborns. this? I just said I hate these. And now Omar we see why. Epps as Nas. <laughs> Snoop Dogg as Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Tristan Wild as Drake. Nate.
0: Who is Nate Parker? Uh, as DMX. birth of the nation. Yeah, birth oh, of the okay. nation. Okay, they're just picking black people. Yeah.
1: Dre is Kitty Thompson. What
3: <laughs> Tyler <Talib laughs> Perry is Rick Ross. <laughs> Did I say I hate these? <laughs> Derrick Luke Billboard. is Kanye West. That's Billboard. Jay Farrow is Jay Z. That's anybody. just because he does the voice. Yeah, he does the
5: voice. It's <laughs> <laughs>
3: Nicki Minaj.
5: Who oh, is Nicki Minaj? Raven, Raven Simone. Simone. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <is> Raj <laughs> P.
3: Henson. T- Henson is Lil Kim. Josh Hutcherson is Eminem.
0: Actually, I could kind of see that, actually. Yeah, I could actually see that. None of those will ever happen. And as you... Thank as God. With these hip-hop... Uh, with the biopics, it's got to be someone we've never seen nope. before. Yep.
3: Tristan Wilds? Oh, that'd be hilarious. Tristan- like,
0: with, uh, with Straight Outta Compton, uh, the only person I had seen in something before was... Uh, Giamatti, uh, yeah, Paul Giamatti, maybe. Paul was right. Paul Giamatti and uh Neil Neil Brown who played yellow because he he's on Insecure. He was on Insecure, oh, I think. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Was <laughs> he's Insecure on a, out um, back then? Hmm? Was Insecure out back then? Yeah, the first season.
3: Okay. Was it?
5: I don't what?
0: think it was. No, the first season of Insecure was
5: twenty sixteen. Yeah, Awkward Black Girl was a thing, you know. He okay. Hmm.
0: Maybe he was in something else I had seen. Uh, before then, I rec I recognize his face at yeah. least. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't that. Um. Yeah, I
5: remember uh, yeah. Ice Cube did a you know a BET cipher with his two sons, and O'Shea was one of the rappers. I don't remember how his verse was, but I remember that being a thing.
0: Did I see him on a TV show? It's killing you. Yeah.
3: I want to think I've seen Aldous Hodge on something.
0: I've I seen him on Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Yeah. And an episode of Cold Case. Yeah. The lady with, <laughs> wait a minute.
5: That's the lady with the crazy hair, right? The blonde chick? Is that Cold Case? The CBS uh, show?
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the detective? Yeah, she just used to like
5: look off into the distance like a deer in his lights.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to make sure oh, yes. I'm correct. <laughs>
5: You know. Yeah, they, they were, yeah took yeah, place in Philadelphia. Like, saw the Boston old cases. Public. Yeah, yeah. Go- Google her here. Um, I'm I'm going to Google her here now.
3: he's <laughs> also on Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's a long time ago. Mm-hmm.
0: He was a baby or something. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Probably what is Samuel L. Jackson's kids or something. I think he had two sons in the movie. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Yeah. Um. See anything else? there's anything else I want to add here uh, I don't have so anything. how do you feel about the movie now that we've talked about it? Do you still feel the same? Probably does we haven't done anything to convince him otherwise No, like i still i I still don't like it all that much i don't I don't really care for it. Would you call it the best hip hop biopic thus far compared to and only comparing it to Notorious, and all eyes on me, and too legit to quit the (laughs) MC Hammer story. Um, It certainly had the most resources put behind it. Yeah. That's true. Uh, I think it would... I guess by default. (laughs) (laughs) Because Notorious wasn't that great. I'll take Um, it then they tried to make it as flashy as possible, but it didn't. Um, I haven't seen all, all eyes on me and nothing. I, there's nothing to convince me that I should see it. What if you could see, see it, it for anymore. free? I could see it for free. I'm not going to
5: watch it. <laughs> I, <laughs> you I can, can watch it after it. we watch it. Get out. <laughs> I could have seen it
0: for free and before, and I'm mm, mm. not that interested. Mm. Um, and nothing against the actors in it. Uh, I've never seen it either. Don't feel bad. It looked pretty bad. <laughs> He's not going to feel bad. He hasn't <laughs> seen Black Panther yet. He doesn't <laughs> even feel bad. Uh, and if they're including 8 Mile... Well, if we're not including 8 Mile and Creature we're, we're not including those. Um, yeah. We're not including Crush Groove either. Nah. What about Fear of a Black Hat? That was a documentary, more or like. nah, less. <laughs> <nah>, nope. <laughs> I, by by default <laughs> i guess it's straight out of Compton but i'll take it when you if people who have you know read and 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 know some things like a lot of stuff is is left out and to where it never it doesn't feel like a complete story and it looks like um like controlling the the narrative as Cube and Dre got to do they got to paint themselves. Like we said, they got to paint themselves however they really wanted to, mm-hmm. and they didn't paint red or yellow at all. <laughs> <laughs> um.
5: Yeah, that's yeah. what I think. I mean, and honestly, it. it seems like I was the the perfect audience for it because I was a little bit too young to like know the nitty gritty <laughs> details. It's just like oh I've heard this
3: music before oh it was cool you know yeah you weren't sitting there like wait a minute yeah that's not how where's A?
0: where's What's D. This? Barnes
3: what yeah. the Dre hit more women than that
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they made it seem like Easy e got AIDS on accident
3: yeah
5: <laughs> by firing his uh... oh yeah
0: got by firing his <laughs> manager
3: <laughs> if I can find that that was man
0: Dave Chappelle long live <laughs> Um that's that's all I got for it, yeah? Hooray
3: You should watch it a third time. (laughs) 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 Through new eyes, you know? Uh
0: no. I'm I'm good, man. Okay. Um get to my earworm of the week finally. Uh can I
5: have one? I had one last time. I want one. Well, we'll play yours first. Cool. It is uh, Change of Mind by Fonte featuring Freddie Gibbs. This is from his new album? It is from his new album, No News is Good News.
0: I haven't listened to it yet. I'm not surprised. And I'm not upset. (laughs) It's
3: like, no, Grizz, like, no new friends. Like, just no. (laughs) Um,
0: No movies is good movies. Well, I did listen to uh, the Foreign Exchange compilation. Is that enough? Uh, It's enough for me. Is it enough for uh, black culture? Not at all. I uh, I never do enough for black culture.
5: (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the uh the <laughs> compilation we're talking about is the one with uh, like real people music with uh yeah I, I love that uh, like, check out foreign exchange people not enough people I'm gonna try to not rant too much not enough people listen to happy music foreign exchange is like happy funky upbeat music that will improve your day and you should listen to it that, that's all change of mind Fonte.
0: <laughs> so we'll listen to Change of Mind by Fonte featuring Freddie Gibbs and we will be right back once it starts playing. Uh. Your mind by Fonte featuring Freddie Gibbs from Fonte's album. No news is good news. I will check it out soon enough, even though it won't make up for all the other black culture things I should have done. Just so far <laughs> removed.
5: What I will say, though, um, very quickly, is that I haven't seen a lot of like classic black movies like I've seen Friday in passing, like kind of boys in the hood. So I'm I'm there with you. But I have, have a much you seen more Coming to excuse. America it's been a long time yeah. and I don't remember like many details I remember like the meme stuff uh-huh. and, you know like Soul
0: Glow and you know uh, the, I, the, I guess the, the common black debate as far as movies go yeah. is which is funnier Friday or Coming to America mm. Mm. like those are the two comedies that you can that, that black people will debate on and it's a friendly debate, you know. No one's those punches are thrown. <laughs> Just everyone wants to make their point. Um, yeah. What what is your vote? My vote is coming to America. Okay. I th- it's 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 a it's a complete comedy. Hmm. Like so it's okay. I feel like it's a complete movie, with Friday. Uh, while it's really good, I love Friday. Yep. Defend yourself. But. Preemptively, if I had to choose, I am picking "Coming to America." What about you? "Coming to America." Yeah,
3: I mean, I am not particularly like crazy about either, and I am not like the 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 best person to ask about comedies because I am more of an action movie person, action movies and horror movies. But if I did have to choose, yeah, I could say "Coming to America."
0: Gage. Friday is still great. It has it's it's memeable again. I guess yeah. if that's a factor now, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's definitely a factor in in twenty eighteen. Yeah,
5: my uh, my vote is for uh, coming to America as well. Even though I've seen them kind of, you know, I haven't seen either of them in the last fifteen years. Probably yeah. so no, it's know. been a while. It didn't need a sequel either. That's true. Yeah, dev- none of them. That's no, true. it did
3: not need to Or a second sequel either.
5: <laughs> I think. Um, um, Coming to America is kind of like more culturally important than not important, but Friday has like widespread appeal, and I feel like Coming to America is like a
0: black centric movie. looking so, yeah. <laughs> that one. Yeah, it had uh, <laughs> it it portrayed a black family as royalty, yeah. which has not been done before. And not again until Black Panther. I was about to say, I was going to wait for you to say not again. I was going to wait for you to say. (laughs) (laughs) Swoop
3: back in like, uh, excuse me.
0: (laughs) But that's 30 years later, though. (laughs) Wakanda forever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we get to uh, my ear of the week. Uh, This is a song that I saw in a, someone posted a video on Facebook. And I recognized uh, one of the artists and it was a it, and the video it was like everything they they played everything live and made a song out of it they just went instrument to instrument and it's uh FKJ and Masego. played a Masigo song on here before mm-hmm. um and it's a song called Tetao <laughs> <laughs> okay uh and um basically they just alternated like they uh someone would put in put in a beat and then the, um Uh, on the drum machine and then they went over to a guitar i think and then the other person went over to the drums and i've seen a few videos like that recently and they just did it was all in like one shot and Mm -hmm. then they kind of like maybe they did maybe made a couple of edits to like make a song out of it yeah so this is ted out by masigo and fkj
2: so hard to find baby like oh how'd you do the thing the way that you do it and she ain't even show nothing she be walking down so confident so heaven sent i think she was meant to knock them daily
0: Right, that is Ted Al by Masigo featuring FKJ or FKJ featuring Masigo it just has a comma it didn't say featuring either way <laughs> so uh, you can find those on our BTT YST earworms playlist right now and um, that'll bring us to the end of the episode so Ben can you tell the people where we can be found but well I before you do leave.
4: that
0: <laughs> Eric if you want to be found yeah where can people find I you I want to be found
5: I want attention <laughs> I miss it so so much um, you can find me at me 11 on any thing at all um me and muggle 11 i would have chosen a better name if i had any uh foresight but i didn't were you 11
0: years old when you
5: created that i was going to graduate college in 2011 mm. and that's why i picked the name i picked the name in like 2007 or something i was going to college it was a gamer tag and i just <laughs> i just went with it for my youtube account and then i made videos and i'm like i want to maintain consistency so everything was that mm. and everything is still that and i don't want to change it all of a sudden and confuse people but um but yeah as of right now I'm still Memeuga11. It is M E A N M U G G A H 1 1. Here's a tip, don't pick a long ass name with <laughs> weird spelling <laughs> and numbers in it. Pick something memorable if you want to be a creator. I didn't do that. But anyway, um you can find me Memeuga11 at Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm most uh active on Twitter and Snapchat. Right now. And, um, you can see me work on my car, tell stories, and that's about it. You know, if I'm coming out with more music or videos, I don't know yet, but it might happen.
0: That's it. And he teases the audience once again. They don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) They gave a shit, I'd be back.
5: (laughs) No demand equals no supply. That's how, uh, you know, the economy works.
0: Okay. Um, and that will all be in the description, of course, in case you forget. Um, or Ben, where can we be found? Well, hi. If you're
3: watching our Facebook feed, um, you have found us. You have found us on Facebook.com slash by the time you hear this. I'm going to stop talking like a robot. But no, really, if you're watching us, thank you for watching us. You found our Facebook page. Um, I guess one thing, too, we should say we really appreciate it. You know, if you're watching us, share it on your on your timeline you know whatever you want to do um get the word out there um we do this because a we like it you know we like to talk music um it helps us be seen and the more people see us the more people listen to us and it and more gets out so if you're watching you know we'd appreciate a share um on your facebook on your facebook timeline you tell your friends things like that um our you can find us at our website by the time you hear um and uh Yeah, so the website and the Facebook page are both spelled with the uh, word Y-O-U. Our Instagram page, by the time you hear this, is spelled with the letter U, and that is because...
0: We're upstanding Mm -hmm. and not under investigation. Or embarrassed. Um, The plot thickens.
3: Yeah. Yeah, the plot does thicken. We're, We're talking about... Donald Yeah, Trump. Yeah, he's. Oh, okay. Yeah, the plot thickens. uh Misty Daniels. Oh, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Stormy. This, Stormy
0: Daniels. Well, oh, I say Misty, Misty? Dan- Misty Daniels.
3: Who is Misty Daniels?
0: I think you just thought of the other. That's going to be her name in the film about this whole <laughs> scandal. They got to change it. In the
3: when they make in 2013 this version of the Post, it'll be <laughs> the, the Post Two. <laughs> 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 Return of Misty Daniels. Um. So, yeah, but yeah, you can find us on Instagram as well. Um, if you want to listen to us on the go, um, you can check us out on iTunes, the Apple Podcast Player thingy, Majigger. Um, you can also find us on the Google Play, not Google Play, Google Music, excuse me. That's the orange triangle. If you have an Android device, um, we can be found on Castbox, Satchel Podcast Player, TuneIn Radio. Um, we can be found on Auto Radio, Overcast Radio, and, uh, Really, any of those podcast aggregate sites where you can just search and find a, you know find something, which are very very useful on um, on Android devices if you do have an Android device and um, you know you're trying to find any podcast that might not be in Google Music, get one of those. They, they're really helpful. Yeah.
5: All right. Also, <laughs> um, sorry to butt in here. Yeah. Okay. Um, My rap name, I mentioned my music My uh, rap name is Nick Gray I chose a much better name I think <laughs> For my rap than uh, my YouTube But anyway, it's N-Y-K-G-R-E-Y And that's uh, Easy to find on SoundCloud Or Bandcamp Or DatPiff,
3: check it out You could be Nick Gray 11 Gotta no. drop the numbers No, okay <laughs> I don't know why, but every time you say Nick Gray I think of Dorian Gray, Gray. I don't know why I just imagine you looking at a picture and getting older. I don't know.
5: There's <laughs> about three people who hear Nick Gray and think about a dope rapper. Yeah. Which is me, Nick Gray. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: okay. But check him out. Please check yes, him out. please. And check our show like you said, check the show description. It'll be there. So you got no excuse.
0: Yeah. We'll put the um, uh, I don't even put a, a link like, it'll, like if you click on the link, it will take you to one of those sites, SoundCloud or Bandcamp, uh, whichever he may prefer. Make sure you include my MySpace. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? No, because
3: MySpaces is still up, but for some reason, anything submitted before a certain year will not play, music-wise. Mm-hmm. And they won't fix it. Uh-huh. It makes me very upset. I, guess. My I think I still zeros doesn't work though.
0: <laughs> I still think I think I still have a MySpace. Oh, I do. I'll log in every now and then. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to end the show with. I'm going to give you guys a choice here. It could either be Boys in the Hood, Easy E's version. Or Dynamite Dynamite Hacks version. I'm I'm voting for Dynamite Hack. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. So we're in the show with Dynamite Hacks. Go look up the video if you're watching this. It's hilarious. Dynamite (laughs) Hacks, Boys in the Hood. We're going to end the show with that. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll talk to you very, very soon. Peace. Peace. Woke
6: up quick at about noon Just thought that I had to be in Compton soon I gotta get drunk before the day begins Before my mother starts preaching about my friends About to go and damn near went blind Young niggas on the path throwing up gang signs I went in the house to get the clip With my Mac 10 on the side of my head outside and i pointed my weapon just as i thought the fools kept stepping i jumped in the flow, hit the juice on my right i got front and back side to side then i let the alpine play i was pumping new shit buying w-a it was gangster gangster at the top of the list then i played my own shit i went something like this Street in my six foot jocking the bitches, slapping the hoes. I went to the park to get the scoop. Knuckleheads out there, cold shooting some Car pulls up, who can it be? The fresh El Camino, rolling kilo G. He rolls down the window and he starts to say, it's all about making that GTA. Because the boys in the hood are always hard Come talk in that trash and we'll blow your card. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit Don't quote me, boy, I ain't said shit as hell, and I wanna get ill. So I go to a place where my homeboys chill. Bella's out there trying to make that dollar. I pulled up in the six Impala. Greeted with the forty, and I start drinking. And from the eight ball, my breath starts stinking. I gotta get my girl to rock that body. Before I left, I hit the book. Started. Pulled to the house, get her out of the pad. And the bitch said something to make me mad. She said something that I couldn't believe. So I grabbed a stupid bitch by a nappy ass weave. Started talking shit. Wouldn't you know I reached back like a pimp and I slapped the hoe And a father stood up and he started to shout So I threw a right cross and knocked his old ass out Cause the boys in the hood are always hard Come talking that trash and we'll pull your card Knowing nothing